Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Thursday Night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I am really excited to be here tonight. We have a lot of stuff going on tonight, you guys, so make sure that you have a paper and a pen or have your journal open or something like that so you can take notes because I'm going to be gone. Um, I'm, I'm going off into hiding and, and going to go play in the dirt and go on vacation and do something I've not done in a long, long time. Real excited. I'm going to be going out through Colorado and Wyoming and Utah and poking around and exploring and getting lost and it's just going to be amazing. So for the next two weeks, we are going to be having some workshops, and we've been talking about uh, some of those coming up for a while. Uh, Next week, we are going to have a workshop by Philip Church on uh, the blue-collar sonnet, or the blue-collar, writing a sonnet for the blue-collar man, something like that. Um, He'll tell you a little bit about it when he comes on tonight. Real excited about that. Next week we actually have back-to-back workshops. So Philip's going to start out the do the first workshop, and then I have Sage Cohen uh, is going to be doing a second workshop. And then the following week, Cassandra Tribe will be doing a workshop with you guys. So since I'm not going to be here the next two weeks, I really, really have to stock you up on homework and prompts and things like that. And so you have to have that paper and pencil ready so that you can write down all this stuff that's going to keep you busy until uh, we're back doing the live show. So have your paper, pencil. And what I'm going to do, just so you're ready for this, is as you come on and read tonight, everybody's going to give homework. So uh, when I bring you on, think of a writing prompt, like a title, uh, a poem prompt. Okay, And uh, so I'll be asking you for that as I bring you on the air tonight. And so you guys will want to write these down and and all that good stuff. So if you want to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. A couple announcements real quick. If you have not checked out what we're doing with our Worldwide Poetry Project yet, Rock That Poem, you can do so by going to our Facebook group. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash rock that poem. It's easy as rock, paper, scissors, and a little bit of glue. And you can get poetry out there in the hands of the world. Go check out what we're doing over there. It's a lot of fun. If you're interested in doing a workshop with us, uh, shoot me over. Probably the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Facebook. So if I'm not in your contacts list, <laughs> you can find me at Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Alrighty. Shoot me a message and let me know what you'd like to put together. You do not have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do one of these. This is just a way for us to spend a little bit more intimate time together and have a little bit of fun and play with uh, play with words together. Alrighty. The workshops can be anywhere from half an hour to three hours long. 
They can be done live if you want audience participation, or they can be pre-recorded or a combination of both. So we could do a pre-record like Philip did with his, um, and then we could come on live afterwards if you wanted to, or vice versa. So, yeah, think about doing that. It's a lot of fun, and uh, we've got some really good ones coming up. We have Emily coming on if we can uh, we can get her scheduled. All right, so prompts. We talked about prompts earlier. There's going to be a bunch of bunch of homework, a bunch of all kinds of stuff. So the one that I'm going to give you this week, we're going to, the one I'm going to start out with for this week, is lusting, L-U-S-T-I-N-G, lusting wander, which is just wander lust backwards. So it's kind of just a, a fun twist on, you know, a way to say it differently. Um, lusting wander. So that's your first writing prompt for this week. We always start and end the show with an audio track, and I'm actually going to play two back-to-back before we get started today. One's going to be by the Hydropods, and it's called Strong Women. I had a request for this. And then the one we will normally start the show with, we're going to be doing Cassandra Tribe Striking a Match. She will be doing the workshop in two weeks, so you can kind of get an idea of who she is. All right, so here we go. With the hydropods, we'll be right back. My sister is strong of heart and strong of mind. She stands like my mother once stood, proud and on the world. The same world I stand upon, not as proud of myself as I am of them. I speak warmly of women who endure through tenacity and sensibility, creativity and desire, power and awareness, women who persevere and stand proud and on the world. And I avoid women who whine and the ones who point fingers and complain, the ones who chide and blame others for their failures, sexuality or worldview. I prefer strong women, ones who leap barriers like real women, not like men or gazelles or bats, but with all the grace and strength of true women. And I like intelligent women, women who know how to hold their own, toe-to-toe against any man or anything that stands on this world, women with original thought and insight, because that's how I was raised. I prefer strong women, not cat-fighting women, breast-pounding bodybuilders, or cookie-cutter fashion show runway whores, or women who use men as models. Women who know history, who know men are more than a rampaging army of cyclop cocks. Women who know children are more than leverage, who know the world on which they stand and draw power from it. Women who are leaders, women who can process and comprehend, women who are great thinkers. And women who don't like me saying that are probably not that. I like women who can look you in the eye. No pretense, no false flattery, no apologies, no thanks. I've been challenged by many, topped by a few, slapped in the face by some, and shot to hell by a couple in particular, but I still like strong women, no matter what you think. I don't happen to like weak, whiny women, just as I despise weak, whiny men. I can't pretend they're worth my time. If you're a weak woman, blame me now and get it over with. Keep crawling. 
But if you're a woman who possesses greatness, we have nothing to worry about. You wouldn't let someone like me get in your way anyway. And when I say something good about a woman, and when I say something bad about a woman, take a good look at the woman of which I speak and judge us fairly as you stand or kneel on this earth. Striking a match holds the promise of many things. If I have chosen to pour gasoline on myself on others on things, then the promises of destruction that will have no meaning. Two people shifting the oily ash shall agree. And why I struck the flame. Houses will be left without them. People will be chosen to blame, and if anything of me is part of me, is part of me, I will be examined. I not believe. The nature of destruction is to destroy all meaning. Striking a match holds the promise of many things. If that match sparks a flame that flares to a candle, then the smallest part of life isn't trapped. With Flickering boundary. Its borders are protected. Worn up by the waves of night. And changing. In that small circle of light, vision lacks clarity. And life has the substance of science. And no two people shall agree. For the nature of flames and fire is to disappear. Striking a match holds the promise of many things. If that match falls on wood pile just so, then flame feeds fire. Light cannot help but be cast. Reveal what has been and what is yet to pass. Yet fires by nature consume themselves, or what is foolish. 
section up to void. And no two people will survive the coolness of night when the fire dies or the hunger of the fire The nature of being consumed is to stay till there is nothing left within. No one person can survive in darkness, cold, for each and all are beyond their control. In striking the match, there is a promise of so many things. Lighting a candle. Circle of light reveals how you can dream wild nature contains divine fuel that will not destroy but of striking a match is to see what can be done and where you may choose to begin. That was Sandra Tribe with Striking a Match, and before that we had the Hydropods with Strong Women. Okay, so if you are a recording artist and you would like to have your track played on the show, you can email those to me at the, the word thes in there, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. That's thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. All righty. And we can get those uploaded to the show's library and play those for you. That would be awesome. So, guys, the chat room is being a little bitch tonight. So if you are trying to get in there, please keep poking it with a stick. It will let you in eventually. All righty. So uh, if you're in there, just hang tight. Don't move that window. Don't push that button. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, if you're trying to get into the chat, just keep trying. It, it, they're working on it. I'm, I'm sure they're working on it as we speak. <laughs> All right. So, guys. If you're on hold, once again, let me give you the number first. The number to call in if you'd like to read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All If you're on hold, we do take callers in the order that you call in, such as 731, 540, and 240. 
No, nope, you guys changed. Don't push those buttons, guys. All right, so first we'll have 731419, and then it is 718. Okay, uh, those will be our first three callers tonight. So we take the callers in the order that you call in. When I bring you on, please make sure that you tell us who you are because that is very important. You never want to send your work out there into the world without your name on it, and you want to make sure that people know who's reading, right? So make sure that you introduce yourself. Very important. You can read. Let's see how we have the lineup. The lineup's kind of. We're going to be doing one poem tonight, okay? Uh, usually, if the lines aren't too busy to start out with, we'll do two, but uh, I, we got full lines tonight, so uh, we're going to start out doing one. The only exception to that is if you've done your homework or your writing assignment, then you can read two, okay? That is your that is your uh, go-straight-to-go card, you know, if you pass go, $200, whatever. Um, if you do your homework, if you've done written your writing prompt, done that, then you can read two. You could read that one and then the one that you normally would read, all right? Everyone else, we're doing just one. This is kind of your incentive to do your homework. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how well this plays out. All right. When you are done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's real important that people know how to come find you and get to know you and your work better. And then remember that this show is a mature-rated show, so you're bound to hear just about anything, with the exception of hardcore erotica. No bumping body parts, no tab A into slot. B. Uh, don't get too graphic, and other than that, you're good to go. Alrighty. I did give our first three callers. We have seven three one four one nine and seven one eight. However, I do want to let area code two one six and seven three two know that you are not in the lineup. So two one six and seven three two. If you want to read, press one on your phone. If you're here hanging out, just listening to the show tonight, that's awesome. Uh, if you change your mind at any time, you can press 1, and, and that will allow me to bring you on the air. So 216 and 732. Press 1 if you want to come on. If not, just hang out. All right. With that said, I think I've done everything. I think I've, I think I've said everything that I needed to say. Right, guys? I, I think so. Okay. So first caller, 731. You are on the air. Now, this is Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. How are you this fine afternoon? I am absolutely wonderful, sir, and how are you? Great. I wasn't expecting you to be around, so uh, I'm really embarrassed sending you that video on your Facebook page and proposing to you, so just never mind. Um, <laughs> what I miss, what I miss. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen, um, uh, speaking of uh, workshops and sonic workshops, I've been trying for a, all year to get together with you and do one. You're evasive, so when you get back from your trip and everything, call me for about seven minutes, okay? And we'll we'll do a one-on-one sonic workshop. And once I get that over, I can start writing again because it is right now. I haven't posted anything on my blog in over eight months. I'm on sabbatical until we have that conversation. Yes, sir. So I owe you. One of the things I have to write is a poem for you. I've got it all laid out and everything, and, and it's going to make you so angry and frustrated. But it's going to be a good poem nonetheless. Um, <laughs> whispers. Whispers in the Wind, the blog site that I've been affiliated with for about four years, uh, they closed down, and Karen had to had to shut it down for reasons. And uh, 
So I went a few days kind of wandering around homeless. And last night, I just I was on the blog of a Curious is a Kathy, and uh, it was a music blog. She spells music in EWSIC. She likes cats. Go figure. And the person that commented right next to me was was uh, uh, caught my, my caught my attention. So I went over to her site and. And Eugenia has like two separate pages, and I think her following is like a million people. But uh, there's, she's really into uh, short poetry, just like you, cool stuff, just like you excelled in. And uh, but there was this one poem that she did that that kind of blew me away. It was a little longer, so I read it, and then I left her a comment, which I riffed and. I haven't asked her if it's okay if I share it with friends, but my gosh, I'm just going to stick it out there. We're just going to hope for the best. Um, how does that sound? Are we are we doing good so far? How are we on time? Let me you know. Did I talk a little faster? Okay, Eugene. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. Uh, this particular site is called Thus and Such, and you go there by https dot slash slash. And you spell that A M A N P A N dot B L O G. That's how you get it. That's one of her, her two really awesome pages. The poem that she wrote was called Going My Way. So I'm going to read Going My Way. I love to lead a parade. I walk to a different beat than some. Impatiently I wait for music to come. Soon the umpa will grace my ears. Delighting the crowd, smothered in cheers. I love to lead a parade. I sing a different tune than most, but not a reason to brag or boast. I sense a rumble in the ground. I adore the sound. It's enough to astound. I love to lead a parade. I'm a bit different, you know. Impatiently I wait to stun and show unfolding streets in a steady flow. I love to lead a parade. Talk a different game. Perhaps to you it's all the same. To me, it's living in the moments of fame. I love to lead a parade. I'm a solo act in my own charade. In poem, I responded with references. I just waltzed into your world seven minutes removed from your image at a friend's lodging. This behooved me to walk on your wild side, but alas, I'm quite shy. Why don't I possess burnish or charisma on the fly? I'm more than willing to chance being spun or bruised in the event for all my meanderings I get refused. Knowing full well if off the cuff request approved, I will need references. <laughs> In poems. That's cute as hell. <laughs> the poem was awesome. I love the whole thing. I mean, it, I I love the her her piece, and you know, I hope that you know maybe she'll get a chance to, you know, hear you read that and stuff. But the the piece itself reminds me so much of embracing our own mischief inside. You know, just this is me and i'm going to i'm going to march down the street with my hands on my hips and and you know i like it <laughs> i just i really connected to that i thought it was amazing so thank you for sharing that and your comment to her i mean i i can always tell when somebody inspires you when somebody clicks in your head 
you know, because you immediately get poetic in, in return like this. That's pretty cool. It's been a while, but boy, yeah, I got I got excited last night. That involves emotional great stuff. I, I posted on Facebook, too, just for the fun of it, because I, I really did go for some references. Fortunately, a couple of people said, hey, he's okay. He's all right. So there. All right. You know what time it is now, Nala? It is time. time... To step aside and make room for the real poets. Uh, Hasta la vista, baby. See you next all week. right, sweetheart. Or no, Thank wait. You, Michael. See you in three weeks. Call me when you get back in town. I will. I may call you on the right. road because I'll have nothing to distract me. Well, great. I'll be happy to distract you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. All right, sweetheart. Thank you, Michael. Mm-hmm. All right, that was Michael Todd on Facebook. You can go find him. It is TD's Todd, T-O-D-D. Okay. All right, our next caller, guys, comes from area code 7. No, that was, was 731. 419. 419, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. Hi. <laughs> I got lost for a minute. <laughs> That's okay. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? It's good to hear oh, from you. I, I I could be better. Yeah, I missed the last couple of weeks, and um um my nephew passed away, so it's been real hard. I I know that's been a that's been something that's been going on for a little bit, and my heart just you know to you and the family. Yeah, thank you. I actually uh left my house at 9.30 in the morning in Indiana. I programmed you the last 15 miles to get on your show. I just pulled up to the town where I'm in, in Minnesota. I've been driving this whole time. I still don't even have a motel room yet, but I'm in the town where uh, the service is going to be at tomorrow. So I'm sitting in my truck right now on the air talking to you. <laughs> That's commitment, love. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And thank you. You know, it, it may. this is going to sound kind of mushy-mush and corny, but... Everything that you're going through right now, okay, and you still stop to call in and be here with us. And that means something to me because, you know, you're family, you know, and uh-huh. and this is a way for you to unplug for a minute and have us all give you a hug and be there with you with what you're going through right now. So I'm just, it really means a lot that you called in with all this going on. Uh-huh. Oh, well, thank you for um, acknowledging that, and I do love your show. I'm sorry I missed the last two weeks, but um, I'm going to get back on it. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it, um, being able to, you know, say your self-expression through poetry and stuff like that, and this is a venue for me because this poem that I want to read tonight, I want to try to see um, if I can share it at the service tomorrow. So it's like my rough practice with your venue at your show tonight. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, um I I I entitled it You Are the Music. Again, this is from Andrew Sylvester Hagen Miller who um passed away on Friday, July 6th. He was 4 years old and suffered the last 15 months with brain cancer. So it was a, it was a really big fight, a really uh really long fight for him. And uh, I just wanted to share with you guys and I called it You Are the Music. Um a starlight was born the day you arrived. 
a consolation so big reflected in your eyes, your smile bigger than the Milky Way, radiating all the love that made you, only you had a bigger purpose and you couldn't stay. I'll never forget the special boy with a smile so big and so bright and his intelligence far surpassing most adults that I know. Little boy genius, you will always be to me. The sun constantly shines when I hear your name. Andrew, may you now walk amongst the angels. May your wings shine so big and so bright. May you touch the lives of a million more souls with your endless smile. May your mommy, your daddy, and Henry find the strength to cure their aching hearts of having to let go. Yet you will be there to remind. In the perpetual winds on the seemingly hot standstill days, in the gentleness of the cool, welcoming breezes, in the stillness of the night, you will be the silence, you will be the light, you will be the music. All reflected and reminiscent in your smile, you lit up the world. May your eternal candles constantly flame as the angels now echo when they called out your name. All the lives that you have touched will never be the same. Little boy with your smile, so big and so bright, as reflective as sun, may you always shine in eternal brightness. May your smile continue its luminance as sure as the boldness of the sun. Little boy, it is in our hearts you will always stay. A true blessing, an angel in the sky, you walked amongst us. Thank you for your presence to lighten up our lives. May your memories like you always be so tender and so sweet. May your beauty be thought of often and your story be shared with new people that we may meet. May your gracious soul be laid gently now to rest. May we all be reminded God truly does indeed take the best. Andrew Sylvester, may you spread out your wings and soar to the highest of heights. And may you always, and may always every memory of you bring solace, healing, and warmth that makes our hearts sing. You are the music. Dance. That was beautiful. Thank you. That is going to mean so much tomorrow. And and you read it. You know, I know that was really hard, but you you handled reading that really well, and it is going to bring a lot of comfort to people tomorrow. Thank you. And I'm sure he's somewhere smiling at you right now, really big. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I um I just wanted to say something like a shout out to my printers in Sandusky, Ohio, because I used to live in Ohio before I moved to Indiana, and they really got on it when they, I heard that hospice first came in because they're so far away from me. Um, I ordered the books that I wrote for him that I sh- kind of shared a poem on your show with in the past, and mm-hmm. they they phenomenally got it done in the crunch of time and sent it to me. I just received those books on Wednesday and I had got copies of that poem I just wrote and I tucked in every single colored copy inside of that book. So the book was written when he was first diagnosed like a year ago. And then I put that thing and I made like 75 copies to give to people that wants it at the service tomorrow. And um, they just been so glorious and gracious with their help. And I just wanted to say thanks for all the people that, you know, it, it just is appreciated, even prayers, thoughts, or anything. You're such yeah. a beautiful soul, honey. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. And thank you for letting me on your show. I I don't want to be a, a killjoy, but uh, I just stuff no, I'm going through no. right now. <laughs> no. Absolutely beautiful. Okay. All right, sweetheart. 
Tell everyone how they can find you. Um, right now, I'm just venueing on Facebook, um, Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y, Gambino, G-A-M-B-I-N-O. Um, you can find me there. And just to let people know, I've had a couple strange, weird old stalker guys the last couple of days. So if you tell me, you know, if you if you send me a friend request, I'd be happy to accept it as long as I know who you are, what venue you're from. Just introduce yourself or say hi or something, and I would appreciate accepting your request, but not from the freaks out there. <laughs> Just oh, come on. I really did not mean to go through your garbage can, all right? I, I really was well, seriously just, you know. They were stalking me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I, I I I know what that can be like. Yeah, so I just, yeah. yeah. I, I'm good at accepting friend requests as long as I know who you are and stuff. And I've got a bunch of people on your show that I'm friends with, and some people have invited me to their own poetry groups, and, like, I'm George Wiley, stuff like that. I'm just really have fun with that, you know? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Great job tonight, well, sweetheart. You. Beautiful piece. And, you know, think of when, you know, you're not there by yourself. Every single one of us, you've got like 500 million hands holding yours right now from all over the world because, you know, oh, your family. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And I appreciate it. And I love your show, Nyla. And I thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome, you're a good sweetheart. Spe- you're a good spirit. All right. We'll right. We'll see you next Thursday. We'll hear you from you next Thursday. All right, sweetie. Thank you. Take, yep, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, hon. Okay. So our next caller comes from area code 718. 718, you are on the air. Good evening, Nyla. How are you? This is Jim Hart. Hey, Jim. How are you doing? Okay. How are you? Very good. It's good to hear from you. I have a feeling there won't be a dry eye at that service tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to, the end, when she got done reading, I was, you know, doing the whole, I can talk, I can speak just fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah that that was absolutely a great piece. Yeah. For, really I mean, good. it really is going to bring a lot of people comfort. Well, unfortunately, I have something not similar to that, but uh, about a year ago here in New York, there was a female jogger. Uh, murdered while jogging and a friend of mine was her friend and rather than write a poem about that specific incident uh, I realized how many of those type incidents were happening and this poem is kind of dealing with that so have you seen me she looks down with disconsolate eyes knowing tonight like every other Hundreds of girls will go missing. Flyers added to light poles, posted in local business windows, pictures on milk cartons and social media sites. Some get news coverage, but all with pleas of, please be on the lookout for, she is years old, missing since last seen wearing any of the now thousands of articles of clothing faultlessly detailed by mother knows what's missing. The thousands of heights and weights and hair colors. And we can see the parental tears bleeding through the posters like religious statues of miracles prayed on, candles lit before, first stars wished on, Private detectives hired, psychics consulted, no stone left unturned for days, 
until the one turned over that reveals the ugly truth that even missing and unknowing beats the living shit out of police car rolling up your driveway, bringing the unbearably feared words found dead. End of poem. Talk about a powerhouse. Oh, my God. That hurt. That that's a good one. You should be very well, proud of that poem. Thank you. Uh you know, it's it's for a specific purpose but also because it it just happens too too often. It does. You know, and I and I like I like the way it really you know, even if that hasn't happened to any of us to lose someone like that, it makes us feel like we have. You know, that's that's the emotion in that piece. That's where it puts you. The reader puts the readers. You know, who's reading that or listening to you perform it. Um, you know, and, and and maybe that will make someone look a little closer at one of those posters. You know, yeah, I or, hope so. or or. Be a little more mindful of what's going on around them before somebody come, becomes a poster. Yeah. You know, do you and see a girl maybe, walking uh, in a dangerous situation? Do you so see a late child? Alone and things like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just be 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 excellent to each other. <laughs> yes. Exactly. All right, sweetheart. Do me a favor and tell everyone how to find you. Okay, that that poem is from a book, A Handful of Smoke. I also have another poetry collection, Ramblings of a One-Eyed Garbage Man, and a detective novel, A Tom Collins to Go. All are available on uh, Amazon. And uh, I am on Facebook, Jim Hart. And I also have a webpage, jimhartpoet.com. How can I get mine autographed? Uh, I guess somewhere you can give me your address. <laughs> I want autographs. So the one that you just read, that's in that's in the new book? That's in a handful of smoke, yes. That was awesome. All right, you guys, where can you find the book again? On Amazon.com. This book is also on numerous, uh, you know, uh, Kobo and Smashwords and uh, Bonds and Noble. I'll put the link. Put the link for it on my page. Okay, thank you. Okay, I, I mean shall that's, do that's that. kind of like the community bulletin board over there. So, yeah, promote the heck out of it. All right, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, sweetheart. <laughs> and we will talk with you soon. I absolutely love that, hun. Oh, thank you very much. You have a good evening. You're welcome. You too. Bye. 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 All right. Our next caller comes from area code 717. 717, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. Hey, sweetie. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Just just okay? Yeah, well, it's busy week. You know, it's a little exhausted, a little exhausted because of how much stuff we got to get out for the for companies. Yeah. Introduce yourself to everyone. 
Um, this is uh, James Rothline. That's spelled R-O-E-T-H-L-E-I-N because it's not spelled the way it sounds. Yeah. Easy to, it's easy to, to misspell it. <laughs> so what did you bring for us tonight, sweetie? Well, um, I have that uh, poem from two weeks ago that I wrote while I was uh, waiting to call in based from the uh, one thing you said on the air. The okay. homework assignment you gave me. Uh, magic moments. I don't need those magical moments. Reality holds a greater beauty, dark and alluring. Near despair overflows my inkwell of inspiration. Sunlight shining on my soul, bringing peace and contentment, burns my muse to ash like a vampire. End of poem. Okay, you get like. Super A pluses on your homework. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Are you going to read two tonight? Yeah. Because um, you get to read, if you I bring your homework, you get to read another one. Well, I had one picked out just in case I could. Uh, this one was inspired by the video for um, Please Read the Letter by Robert Plant and Alison Krauss from their album um, Racing Sand. And it's titled, This Empty House. This empty house, a testament to the failure of us together. Life and its demands to move forward separately forces on us heart holes bigger than this empty house we're leaving behind. End of poem. Wow. That was phenomenal. You know, I love, I love short-form poetry. I absolutely love short form poetry, but there's you know that you've got a powerful poem when you get done, and the person sitting there is like a, a two year old stomping their feet, going more. <laughs> yeah, I get I get that a lot. So you know what I haven't been doing, James. What? I'm supposed to be asking you guys, everybody, to give a writing prompt tonight, and I didn't do that. So you have to remind me to do that. So you have to give everyone a writing prompt. Like a title or a whatever. This is your homework. We're we're stocking up on homework because I'm going to be gone. Okay. Um, Johnny Cash high on cake. Johnny Cash high, high on, cake. on cake. Yeah, because I'm just looking at this one picture someone shared. You may be high, but you'll never be Johnny Cash eating cake in a bush high. <laughs> and he's a frosted cake with strawberries on top. Okay. Johnny Cash high on cake. That's our first prompt yeah. for tonight. The night. All right, James, go ahead and give your link one more time, hon. Well, I can be found on Facebook. Um, I have a poetry page, James E. Rothline, colon, poet. And it's Rothline, R-O-E. T-H-L-E-I-N. Like I said, it's not spelled the way it sounds. Um, I can also be found every night or every Friday night on World Poetry Open Mic. And I'm also in several uh, poetry pages on Facebook. And I have a SoundCloud account, which you can get to from my poetry page. As well as a YouTube channel. 
Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy uh, Friday the 13th tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks. Don't tell me that. That's the first day of my trip. It's not bad well, luck until well, someone tells you. Well, think about uh, the day after that is Saturday the 14th. And that was a, that was a film with Richard Benjamin and Jeffrey Tambor. I'm very I'm I'm very upset now, James. Just so you know. Okay. Well, you're not going <laughs> near, you're not going near a a campground by a lake. Am I right? I'm going out in the middle of the boonies on fossil digs. Well, of you're not I'm going to be near, on the boonies I'm, by a lake. <laughs> well, you will, if you're not by if you're not by a lake with a camp with a campground on it, you'll be fine because there won't be. Because anywhere else, you're not going to meet guys with uh, hockey masks. Okay, we're not going to talk about this anymore because I'll be all freaked out, seriously. (laughs) Bye, James. I'll see you you soon when I get back, love. All right, bye-bye. I forgot for a minute. I controlled the mute button. (laughs) You know, you're going to freak me out. Okay, so our next caller is 219-540, then we have another 540, uh, 5406 and 5403. Ready? 219, you are on the air. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. How you doing? I am doing amazing. Good, good. What do you have for us tonight? This poem is called Thank God for Your Family, Church, Your Crazy Roses. We don't have the power to choose our family or who our relatives are. Brotherhood encourages all of you we listen live to the CTV Cafe. We thank God for your family, especially those crazy relatives of yours. Oh, yes, we all have family members who are true characters. Those who have everyone laughing by telling their funniest jokes. Those who piss us off with their foolish and childish behavior. Those who act, act crazy when they've had too many drinks. Those who always cause drama and get into trouble everywhere they go. And those who got a few screws loose in their heads. And God, for your family, especially your crazy relatives. We all have family members who can change the, change the atmosphere of a party with their incredible skills on the dance floor. Who has the massive cook in the kitchen or can throw it down the barbecue grill, who have fun playing games like Monopoly, they get with and dominoes. Those who are skilled entertainers who know how to sing, do, con- do poetry and do comedy, who are very smart and intelligent, those who can run and sit back and chill and keep to themselves. Thank God your family says you're crazy well. Yes, we all have family members who love to smoke cigarettes, cigars, and weed. We all got those family members who love to get drunk and have the damn fool because they can't hold their liquor. 
We all got family members who are the freaks of weed. And we all got those family members who love to instigate arguments and act ignorant once in a while. And we all got those family members who love to freeload off of us by getting things for free and they are very unappreciative for everything that people have done for them. And God for your family, especially crazy relatives. And indeed, we all have family members who are struggling from sickness and suffering from chronic medical conditions. Yes, we have family members with mental health issues. Family members who have chosen to live alternative lifestyles. And family members who have chosen to keep their distance, stay away from family functions because of issues that happened years ago. Thank God for your family. That's your crazy relative. No family is perfect since there are no perfect people in the world. We all have our issues. We all are jacked up in one form or another. We all have our flaws, shortcomings, and chinks in our armor. However, when the chips are on the line, most of us can depend on our families to come through in the clutch. Friends come and go. Times and people change through the years. But your family is that one constant that will always remain. And when trouble arises, the majority of us have family members who got our back and we'd be there for support. More or less in this form, family isn't necessarily related by blood exclusively. It's represented by loyalty, whether it be your biological family or those friends who treat you as if you were part of their family. That's <laughs> And there it's been said. <laughs> Great job, Brother O. Thank you, Nala. I appreciate you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come find you. Oh, you guys can find me on the old my brother O Gavin on Facebook. That's very nice. cool. Very, very, very cool. All right, and we will see you here next week. No, not next week. Yeah, I'll you have to be here next week for the for the uh, workshop. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, sweetie. We'll talk to you then. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Bye bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 5406. 5406, you are on the air. Hey, Nala, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fine. This is uh, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. How are you, my dear? I'm doing wonderful. I haven't had a call in a while, so I say, you know, go ahead and show some love. You know, so, you know, I... Uh, did you check out the website? Did I do what? Check out a website. I support your show. I, I share it on the website, your show. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, did you check the website? I ha I don't I don't think that I have. No. Where is it? I, I thank you. I thank you. Okay. I'll jump on there. Yeah, so, uh, now, you, you have to realize I'm getting ready to leave for two weeks on a vacation that I have not done. 
I mean, I can't even tell you. I think I was two the last time I went on vacation. And as of two days ago, I had two pair of jeans or three pair of jeans and one pair of underwear packed, and that was it. You know, so my my brain is a little frazzled. So <laughs> please forgive me if I missed some posts. <laughs> I'm going to go to Allentown to Spain uh, this Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you're not going to Chris Kemp, Chris Vallejo, are you? No. Friday at 13? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just, you guys are just going to give me shit all night, aren't you? <laughs> And uh, I want to give a shout out there uh, to the uh, young lady who uh, was her uh, nephew. Sally. And that had to be uh, extremely difficult to um, do a, such a phone. I think that took a lot of courage to do that phone. And, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, shout out to her. I'm um, sure she appreciates that. She's still on, so. Yeah, she's so, listening. You know, uh, just tell it God's got everything under control. That's, you know, we, we have our graduation date. Even at a young age, uh, this pregnant that follows all our ages. You know, we have a legacy. A legacy mm-hmm. forever. We may, you'll be gone for our legacy of that forever. I agree. I have a poem for you. How much you I am excited to hear a poem from you. Okay. If you get a chance, I'm going to check it out. Okay? Okay, so, I will. Oh. All right. Uh, I'm going to call this poem Vacation Time. Waking up in the morning, new day ahead, thanking God, a most pleasant day, looking ahead. Our work and opportunities, abilities, because I feel like I got to take a vacation. Mind set. My world is like put down spent, but not twisted. Now my ideas be unlisted, for sure. That maybe this vacation is secure for what my mind has overcome and developed. And the world is so clear, and my mind is showing no fear, having a great time. It's exploring the time with the shine. See, every time you step in my mind, it's like an elevator, and you be educated, going up, even with your up and down. Remember that that vacation, when that vacation comes to mind, now, medically sound, you move to the next exit, away. Nothing to crash your mind. You was Friday at 13. Many days and many horrors, but, but you look, smile for tomorrow. Another time, another day. Time to live in this fatigue. But you, you go to another league, believe in yourself. 
And you heard all the people. You heard the happiness. You heard the pain. You heard everything going right through your lane. And invite us to make this place feel like home. Vacation time. Sometimes you need a place where you can be all alone. Sometimes you need something. Something for your eyes to see and have a great, a greatness when it's attached to your name. You're never the same. You just passing by and driving, surviving these days, conquer a few, and everything you've been going through. You listen to us, and I say thank you. I just need a vacation. Hey, I need a vacation. You need a vacation. See, all the possibilities may become endless. And every day when you take care of your business. Now, that's not senseless. It's just the activity. It's the world's like your grass. When you are in the way and the life of so gratifying and gravity, holding your head high, vacation time, bags packed, ready for a smile, ready for a drive, teeth to ignition, and remember your ambition. Remember when the recognition, everything that recorded, a poem in a different zone. You're blessed, so you're really not alone. God's with you every step of the way. You need a vacation. You need a situation. You'll come back more hundred, more better, more improved, more to improve, and your mind be so renewed at vacation time. This is man Charismatic, Lyrical Engine. Hit you with a freestyle, vibrating trial. Now it's vacation time. For you. So was that, you for freestyled you. that. Yeah, for you. That was phenomenal. It just blows me away when you do that, Mr. Charismatic. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I thought about you. I think that you are a, a wonderful woman. Um, I see all the positive things that you um, really uh, help all people. So, I decided to uh, put your show on my uh, website, and I want you to take a look at it. I've got a lot of shows going on. Um, what I'm I will to definitely do, go over and check that out. Yeah. What, what I'm trying to do is, like, unify people, unify poets, unify, you know, we need unity. You know what I mean? We could become uh, divided. We, may, we can become good. But united we could become great. I absolutely agree. Very wise words, my dear. Okay. Yeah. All right. So thank you for that, and will you be back here what for the workshop next week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to uh, awesome. get that, get that, um, that um, WordPress Okay. Yeah. You go to WordPress, uh, two of them. It's one false movement. Go to www.liggingglassentertainment.wordpress.com. Uh, go to um, and go to www.viperempire.wordpress.com. I mix automatic, charismatic. I do shows mm-hmm. Viper Empire, and uh, you'll find me. I have pages. Um, and you can 
problem is Larry Shepard on Facebook. And, uh, you know, if you have in the video, if you are uh, a singer, um, anything that, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to put it on the WordPress to check it out. And I put uh, TalkShoe, Wall Talk, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation. Um, I'll put all that together and people's websites all together on one page, on one blog, and I do want to express some unity that uh, show a love for one another and supporting one another. Well, you're amazing, and I appreciate you doing that. And uh, just, you're awesome, hon. Thank you. Uh, you awesome, too. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Uh, be safe. Be safe on your um, vacation. And uh, I've been trying to get to your SoundCloud. Okay. I'll let me uh, ask it, uh, in my inbox or something. I'm, I'm gonna okay. Get the, uh, SoundCloud out. Awesome. All right. We'll do that. Uh, all right. Cool. All right. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye bye. Hello. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 5403. 5403, you are on the air. Hey, it's Philip Church down in Virginia. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Church. How are you, sir? Oh, well, I'm doing better now. I was having some technical difficulties <laughs> earlier. I got knocked out of the queue. Aw, yeah, it's my cat. Yeah, there he goes again. <laughs> you know, I have to say, you guys, next week, the workshop, Philip's going to be kicking off the uh, the workshop series with a pre-recorded show that he did. And he sent me, he pre-recorded this at home and sent it to me as as an MP3 file so that we could upload it to the show. And I sat there listening to it as he started out the show, and I was laughing so hard. It was, you guys, you cannot miss this next week. You have to be here to listen to this. I mean, sound effects and everything. It is so cool. Oh, yep. We aim to please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did did an amazing job on that, so I'm real... uh, Thank you, and... I, I like that this this uh, the way you're doing it. That it's going to be a couple of folks doing workshops and stuff. I think that's great. Well, you're. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not have had to have done that. By the way, if you'd have done a three-hour yeah. show. Oh, I, oh, I know, but no, I'm, <laughs> I'm thrilled about it. Because I'll be honest with you, I. <laughs> When I edited that down, uh, I mean, that thing started out almost an hour long. <laughs> then I started editing and then got it down to what, I think it's what, 31 minutes or something like that? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was kind of, I was worried about that. So yeah, I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> More than no, we got you covered. I was going to try to get the pre, do a pre-recording and do what we talked about last week, but it just didn't happen. Right. I, I don't have enough hours, <laughs> so we're going to have to do that later on. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy for me, too. So, uh, 
but you know, we uh, what what the workshop was on was sonnets, and uh, I talk in there about sonnet forms, and uh, this is an early sonnet form uh, uh, that I did. It's uh, it's not technically a sonnet, but uh, and this is a uh, I don't know describing how at least for me. Or and and I guess uh, maybe other poets or writers can relate to it, or, or other artists, you know, getting that rousing that muse within you uh, to to do your craft, to do your art, or to do your writing. So this is called soul diving from the precipice of present circumstance. Release yourself. Throw self-definition into the ethereal, eternal, and unknown. Plunge your mind into your spirit. Fall into the steep spectral rapture. Exhilarate from the release into the placid, unknown recesses. Intend your destination to be that of the human heart at the conclusion. Fall. Fall with most sweet abandon of care or fear or calculus. Now all hastening past you, rushing within, falling, sinking, consent. Think not of accolade. Resist the exterior and descend into yourself. Fall into the eternal embrace of all that is really real for you. Find the truth that is yours alone. Aim for the bottom of your soul. There one touches art. There one finds poetry, one's very essence. Release, abandon, let go of all empirical. Experience the free fall. From the falling, discover your calling, birth your life's meaning, stop any stalling, nothing appalling except the newfound gleaming. In poem. That was pretty amazing. Ah. So, so tell me the story about that one. <laughs> well, that's just that's how I... Uh, that's kind of like what I see inside uh, of myself right? when I go into myself, when I go to find my, my poetry. So that's the finger painting of you. Yep. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Absolutely oh, love it. That was awesome to hear. I actually did a, a video uh, of this, and uh, the visuals for the video are people uh, base jumping off of the New River Gorge Bridge. It's not too far from where I live, as a matter of fact. It's the the highest suspension bridge in the world, and every year they have bridge day. And these people, they base jump with parachutes off of this thing. Uh, You know, do somersaults, jump off this bridge, and at the very last second they pull their parachutes. Dang. Yeah. (laughs) So I did... uh, I, I, I got uh, a lot of uh, visuals of that uh, in the video to me uh, 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 reciting this particular poem. So, but. Okay. Uh, well, uh, 
I hope you have a good time uh, with your vacation. And I have got a fairy stone for you. Have you ever heard of fairy stones? I have heard of fairy stones, but tell me what a fairy stone is. I just heard that the other day for the first time. How did you know that? Oh, I'm, I'm, see, keep watching. I might do a trick. <laughs> I, uh, here in Virginia is the only place you can get fairy stones. And, uh, it, it, it it's a, it's a legend that, uh, when Jesus was crucified, that the fairies cried and their tears turned into these little flint crosses. And, uh, they can only be found in this one, uh, fairy stone park in Virginia. So I got one for you the last time that we were went down on the parkway. I forgot to tell you about it last week. And it, but uh, if you will uh, shoot me a mailing address uh, where you can uh, get a small package at, I, I will send that to you, and you can put it uh, on a charm bracelet or a necklace or whatever you'd like to add it to that wonderful collection that you have. <laughs> that would be awesome. I am so excited. Thank you. Ah, uh, my pleasure, my pleasure, and uh, uh, I'll I'll definitely tune in next week to see how all that goes. And uh, in the meantime, people can find me on uh, Facebook, Philip Church, uh, Philip with one L, or on Amazon, Philip Kent K E N T Church. Uh, uh, that's where all my books and everything. Uh, that's where that all that stuff can be found, and. Uh, I hope you have a great time, and we'll catch you on the other side. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, so be sure to be here next week for that really cool, awesome workshop, okay? I will. I will be right here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Awesome. All right, sweetheart. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, sweetie. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 859. 859, you're on the air. NYLA. My goodness, is that really you? <laughs> it is, uh, uh, or a really good imposter, one or the other. I I, um, I don't know if I should be held responsible for verification. <laughs> I am prone no, to there, make No, there's only one in the original. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have missed you, Nyla, and uh, it just so happens that uh, I, I've joined a new poetry group here in Lexington, and uh, they meet at the very time that you are on the air, and by the time I get back, it's usually too late, and I, I you know, so. Um, hey, I'll just I have write down your you, number, so... and I'll call you during the show and just interrupt <laughs> You'll them. call me at the coffee shop, all right, and I'll just read right there in front of everybody, wonderful. I, I uh, swear to you I'll do that. I know you will. <laughs> you are not a lady to bluff. I already know that much about you. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have been. What would they do if I did that? Oh, uh, they would probably uh, call out my name, and I would do exactly uh, as you request. You know, you crack the whip, and I dance. Uh, read a poem. God, I, would. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Give you all the power. <laughs> um, well, it's so oh, nice so to cute have the. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's very nice to be back on your show. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Philip Matthew Roberts, and I can be found on Facebook. And uh, I know you have a lot of callers, so I'll I will be quick and get out of the way. 
Um, I use the chemical uh, abbreviation N2O in my title here for anyone who is curious, and that's dinitrogen oxide, uh, more famously known for nitrous oxide. Um, so the title, Soft N2O Interruptions. And here we go. Reclined, nearly asleep, beside broad, paned windows in a vacant, snow-pale room, blithe absences among the unchanged, immaculate, traceless, divine, untouched, nitrous, drowsy, on sweetened pink cloud-puff auras, observing human blurs, light blue silhouettes, witnessed on the other side of closed eyelids. Semi-conscious returns from shipwrecked mirages, unlikely bottled messages retrieved from rippled purple surfaces, read in an afar voice, mumbling hypnagogic notions sounding vaguely truth-like, Everyone is essentially the same, chasing pleasures into a grave, caught between tomorrow and those cavernous places of memory, outdone by forgetting because it outlasts us. And there it is. Fantastic piece. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. You sound so modest. Oh, <laughs> Well, it keeps me humble. It keeps me back at the page, you know. So. Oh, we've missed you, and uh, oh. I, I I got the number down, so absolutely do not be surprised if I call you next <laughs> Thursday. We do the open. This would be like three weeks. <laughs> okay. Well, I would. I, I look forward to it, and I always look forward to the challenge. And thank you so much, Nyla. And I look forward to hearing the next poets. Cheers to you. We appreciate you, sweetheart. Did you give everyone your page again? Uh, yes, it's Philip Matthew Roberts, the the man with three first names, Philip Matthew Roberts, and my icon on Facebook is um, uh, has a cat trying to is put in front of me, a very cute, fluffy, long-haired cat named Bella. So, if any other Philip doesn't have a cat up on his icon, then it is not I. So, there you have it. <laughs> All right, sweetheart, appreciate you, love, honey. Great job. All right, cheers. <laughs> cheers to you. Bye bye. All right, so I am going to go ahead. We've got quite a few callers. I'm going to give the line up. Um, I'm going to try not to be so chatty so you guys don't have to wait so long. The uh, the lineup right now, we've got 540-773-732. We have a Skype caller, it looks like. We have 919-256-307-832-424-425-506. And then 216, you are not in the lineup. If you want to come on, press 1. That might be Mama. I'm not sure. All right. So, 240, you are on the air. Where did 240 go? Hello. Hi. Are you Are you with me? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can, yes. Welcome to the show. Hi. How you doing? How you doing, Lala? You got your little mind there. So how you feeling? I'm feeling great. It's good to hear from you. Oh, same here, same here. I thought I lost my spot. I had to check the uh, number anyway. 
I'm going to get right into it because I know you got a long lineup, so let's go. This is called The Three Shades of Jays. The music is the blues, tinted in various hues of soulful singers, guitar strings and vocal pings, plastic picks and hardened fingernails, runs a scale up and down frets of regret, the pain of the skin therein, southern comfort and heroin. Raspy voices show the courses life has taken them. Hard living, unforgiving tolls taken, back-breaking work in the heat of the Delta, the sweltering heat, Mississippi, Texas, so restless was the time, so convoluted the mindset. The mentally had to be mind-swept. Music had borders in order for a brother like Jimi Hendrix to be heard. You had to step lightly or be considered absurd. Music was color-bound, class with clear division. Somehow, to like more than one style, we were viewed as not having that provision. John Lee Hooker, with his prolific licks, struck a chord with more than his strings. All of a sudden, the blues became a European theme. Rock bands invaded us with our own music, twisted in ways the airway says, that's how we'll use this. Influence or downright stealing, either way, they found it very appealing. The skies opened up and we took flight. Jimmy saw the light. His blaring strings meant something over there. Over here, he'd just disappear. Still not clear how a brother can be negated at home when the majority over there placed him on a throne. As with many others, it was the sound, that bluesy sound. Then Janis Joplin came around, singing her own pain, gaining her own fame, sounding like a sister blistering mics changing the heights of where vocals could reach. She'd preach on stage her rage, her sorrow, her pain of tomorrows. Many followed as she followed many. John Lee Hooker, Janis Joplin, and Jimi Hendrix, three shades of J's, all shared a stage, and the way they conveyed was very different. John Lee with his soulful riffs, Janis Joplin with her vocal bliss, and Jimi Hendrix, the Stratocaster master, copied to this day, though some may be faster. But let me ask you, have you read them? You know, read their lyrics, often blinded by the music. It's very hard to hear it. Amplified and screaming, often smear it. Acts as bold as love, ball and chain. I'll never get out of the blues alive. The three J's survive and their music is played every day, be it influential or rare vinyl, or by tribute lookalikes. My thoughts are final. Three of the best in their day. Let the music play. And that's my poem. That was incredible. And fantastic delivery. Thank you. Thank You're you, You're very welcome. So, do me a favor, my love. Yes, yes. Tell everyone how they can come, like, you know, throw roses and things. <laughs> Yeah, you can find me on Facebook under Joe Perry. Or you can find me on my uh, public page, uh, The Verbal Mind Dancer. You can find me on Twitter. And you will find me at the BPC Poetry Fest next year. So that's what I'll be doing. Thank you, Nana. Very excited. That's pretty cool. And enjoy that trip. <laughs> I will, sweetheart. Thank you so much. I'm glad you had a chance to call in and we had a chance to spend some time with you tonight. Appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome, Joe. We'll talk to you soon, hon. Okay. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 773. 773, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, sweetheart? I'm okay. This is darling Nikki. Um, hey. How are you? Absolutely wonderful. Tell everyone what you've been up to. Um, well, poetry as usual. Um, you know, I'm from Chicago. We have the open mic um, team at East, um, Eddie Sunday's Poetry. And that's basically what I've been dabbling in. And we also have Boss Lady Productions that's going to come out with the show for um, spoken word artists only. That's very cool. Yeah. So how do you like living in Chicago? Um, I actually love it. I don't have to too much worry about all the natural disasters. <laughs> you know, we have a partial summer, some of the winter, a tiny bit of spring. <laughs> so it's unpredictable. That's always been one of the cities I've wanted to go visit to do photography, to go shoot the city. My number one on that list Beautiful. was Detroit. I want to go to Detroit so bad. You and, know and what? They have so, shoot that city. so artsy. It's it's beautiful. The art is wonderful. It's like mm-hmm. a wall of art, like like a whole district. It is really wonderful. So, and we have a Detroit artist. Um, once we go rose, we'll be coming down to our open mic um, at our Eddie Sundays on August fifth. It's gonna be dope. I really really like very it. cool. Well, what are you going to share with us tonight, Nikki? Um, this poem is called Lies. I was thinking about what I was going to do, so I'll just go ahead and do lies um, for scorn women out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read between the lines that lies between your eyes, the ones you tell me when you lie here next to me. Texting me with spells between my thighs, and then you're right back to lie to her. Lie is the poison I choose to swallow, and it hurts. So why bother with the truth? You've been showing me you. Clearly, I blew in my own view while leaving the tears in my well so I can't feel the fire from my cries. While slowly dying inside, I lie my pain aside. Thinking I'm accepting what I can't change. A lie. I line up things with what I want to believe. The deceit was actually within me. Visually, I created this perfect picture frame. I put you in a position to administer my pain, but then I released the grip I had on you. A facade I was living through. A mirage I made my truth. A hoping for it to be true. I want to stay here. It's my world, my safe place. I want to dream up unicorns, fairies, and tales, all things non-existence, unreal to the rest. I just want to lie here, ignore the smoke signals, the ringing bells and whistles, the alarms, the screams, the hollers, to be honest, with something you wasn't. 
So I'll get in line with the rest of them. And I'll inhale tales of grim told by who I believe is not you. It's not you. Who you portrayed to me was my knight and shining armor, my prince charming. I remember because I labeled you that. I would do all the planning, and you would execute for us too. No menage I no longer want to be buried in this bubble of shuffled words to cater to my delusions. I just want to lie here. But in truth, and that's my piece. That was phenomenal. You know what I really liked about that piece is you weren't a victim. The, the subject of that poem was not a victim in that poem, even though they were. You know, throughout the piece, there were several places where it's like, I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think that I think that that makes that piece even more powerful because you know anytime there's something that goes on, you know, I'm going to use like you know a guy, you know, boyfriend girlfriend relationship, you know, the boyfriend blah 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 does this and and all that, and it's and it's really easy for the girl to sit there and say, oh, and he was just such a dick, you know, right. but for her to, for her to say, you know, oh, he was such a dick, but you know, I could have been real, I really could, was a handful sometimes. You know, that's the tone yeah. of that poem, you know, in the sense of you were taking responsibility for your actions, even though he right. made you believe you still knew, you know, you don't understand what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. No, the facade I was living through, a mirage that I was hoping mm-hmm. for it to be true. Literally, yeah. I, I saw all of this. And I, I wanted to believe what was put in, what I thought was in my face, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it, you know. But thank you for Fantastic. understanding. <laughs> You're very welcome. I thought it was fun. I just recognized myself in so many places in that piece. Um, you did a great awesome. job on it. Tell everyone how they you. can come show you some love and see your work and all that good stuff. I, I'm well like for them to follow um my open mic page, you can see all of the work from my full team, including me. It's um, at ease, like like salute at ease, at ease Sunday's open mic. If you go on the page, you can find my work as well as my team's work, and you can just enjoy the videos, everything that we do, um, even some of our writing lessons. So I think that you should grab some of them and write a collab, and all of you call on at the same time and perform it. Oh, that would be dope. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, I think we can do that. Another thing you could think of is we do workshops. Like for the next two mm. weeks, I'm going to be out in the boonies somewhere where nobody can find me. <laughs> and we've got the oh. next two weeks we're doing writing workshops. So you and your team could think of a subject and we could do a workshop. You guys could come on and do a workshop and talk about what you do, maybe do it on spoken word. Yes, that sounds awesome. So run it by your team, see what they say. you got a couple of weeks to think about it, and then we'll be back doing the open mics. And uh, I would love to have you come back and, and share and, and figure out what we can put together. Awesome. Okay, I'll definitely be in touch. All right. Tell everyone how to find you again. Again, at, um, at E Sunday's open mic. Very cool. 
All right, sweetie. Thank you, and we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Be sure to be here the next two weeks for the workshops because they're amazing. All right, I will. I'll definitely be All right, hon. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller, it looks like, is a Skype caller, so if you are calling in a strange number, say hi. Hello. 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 I finally got through. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have here? I'm Callum. I'm actually calling you from Wales. You're um, kidding I, me. I found your, I found your podcast while I was doing a college course recently, and I absolutely love it. Uh, and thank it's you. inspired me to take up my writing again. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what you brought tonight. Well, tonight, tonight I've actually done a piece from the prompts that you gave last week. But it's I'm as yet untitled. So I'll just see how this one goes because I'm a bit nervous at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. It's all okay. It's just a phone call. <laughs> he said he'd love her for forever they'd be together for all time in sickness, in health until death would see them part she believed with him it was true love and gave to him her faith and her heart he knew this time it would be perfect knew this time he'd got it right she was the most amazing woman and their future would be so bright they would find the perfect house to make into their own, start their own little family, and together they'd grow old. She said she'd love him for eternity. Her smile beamed when she dreamed of their future. He made her feel such a joy inside that she wasn't used to. No more joy was yet to come to fill her heart and soul with pride, as growing was their family. His canvas, the purest white, her fingers dripping paint as she portrays her mind's design. Her painting picture perfect of what a family should be. His actions now betraying the promises he made. The edges of the canvas unravelling and frayed. Cracks slowly forming in the clumps of paint. Her picture of dreamed perfection slowly being erased. In the same way he did charmer. No others he did chase. At home she stays strong with their growing grey area. While he strolls in late drunk with floral apologies for her. More false promises and hopes to dispel all insecurities. All the while he's thinking the grass is greener and that he could find the greater beauty. Before realised they had tainted innocent eyes. Darker grows their grey area. A shadow cast upon the light with which the world had always appeared to them. Change eradicating all hope, creeping forth like an everlasting eclipse, as a simple moment consumes the light from the uneducated soul, from which until its life is lived in search of the light, of its joy it would never be in control. End poem. That was... Incredible. Uh, that was absolutely phenomenal. So your debut to the show, the first time you read on the show and you bring homework, you are like my, my your teacher's pet right now. 
I'm literally shaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really so funny anxious. is I've worked in radio since I was 18 years old, and I, I have this horrific fear of top, talking in public, and it even has to do with on the radio. If you ever listen to my shows, I always start my show off with the exact same thing. I have I save the exact opening. I have it written on a piece of paper to to keep myself and an outline of so I know what to say next because I am so terrified when that mic goes live. But if I can get through it, that that first five minutes, I can breathe again and I can. So you know that 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 shaking, you know that may never go away, but it gets better. <laughs> and you couldn't yeah. tell in the way that you read that. You read that so well. And you're, you're, I mean, you you came through clear. So you you just did you you knocked that one out of the park. You did awesome. It, it's something that's coming back to me. I used to do um, acting when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and it's been around about thirteen years since I had to perform anything. So it's one of those <laughs> things. It's going to have to come back over time. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. So. <laughs> right now, because of how many callers we have, you can only read one poem. But you brought your homework, which is your your it's like a free ticket. So, if you would like to read another piece, you're more than welcome to read another piece for us. There was one other piece I did want to um, do, which does actually have a title this time, funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually the piece that I'm most proud of writing. Um, It's called The Realisation of Time. It leaves you holding on and screaming, begging for more, as it is wasted again. Another day gone, one more never to return. Always looking to the future, every tomorrow becomes today. Doesn't matter how you play it, the song remains the same. The continuous motion with never a destination, other than the final of which there is no warning, just a fatal and eternal numbness. But are we not already there, upon this path so long and tedious, so slow and never-ending are the days of torture, trying to nurture and brighten our soul, forever looking for a lie, a dream, the completion of our circle, an hypocrisy of the heart, the wish for joy is none but hurtful, the tempestuous nature of our most beautiful creation, the desire to please all around, is now the means of our damnation. Chasing love and chasing dreams, we're searching for our role. It's one such mistake we make that leaves us in life alone until we come to our end, at which point we regret. In life we do not live, we just attend. And poem. You know, you've got a very masterful way. You had internal rhymes, near rhymes, throughout that entire piece. And what I call surprise, uh, surprising rhymes. That means, you, you know, you don't, like, when someone writes a poem and you guys don't yell at me because we've all done this, you, you use the word life, what comes next? Strife. You know, you hear that, that pairing all the time. So when you hear a rhyme scheme where life and strife is used, it isn't surprising to you. I mean, it's almost that, that those two words are almost a cliche in rhyming now. But as you read through that, it, it was hard to even realize 
that there was a rhyming pattern in it. And, I mean, it just, it it flowed so well. The rhymes came together so naturally. It was was incredible. It was an amazing piece to hear. Thank you very much. It means a lot. Isn't it in the middle of the night in Wales? It is. It's 25 to 3 in the morning. Why aren't you in bed? I mean, I'm really glad you're not. I hope you stayed awake just for this. I actually spoke to uh, Prince uh, McAnally, I think he was called, uh-huh. and I told him that I wanted to come on and perform, but I was very anxious about it, and he told me to just go for it. So I've Prince McNally. I, I, I've stayed up. Well, you know what? I, I'm really on. glad that you did, and don't be nervous at all. I mean, this is one of the. The show's been on the the air for 11 years now, and the the reason that I think that it's still around is because of the platform that the poets built. This really is a home, your guys' home. It is it is something that you have all built together, and it's all encompassing, all voices, all styles of poetry. It's like a gathering of bards from everywhere, you know. And it's very relaxed and very nurturing, and people support each other truly. You know, and inspire, take inspiration from each other, and you know, reach out to inspire. So, you know, I'm really, really glad that you found your way here. I'm really glad that you decided to call in, and uh, because now you're part of the family, and we would love to get to know you and your work more. Love to have you call back in. You're welcome anytime, and I'm definitely looking forward to it when you do. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. So do me a favor, sweetheart. Remind everyone again how to find you. I can be found on Facebook. It's Callum Kennedy Hume. It's double-barreled. And on Twitter, it's at Kennedy Hume. I've also got a YouTube channel that I will be setting up, which is youtube.com forward slash say it right, spelled W-R-I-T-E, say it with style. Awesome. And I will be All right, putting sweetheart. the points on the videos there. Thank you very much for having me. You're very, very welcome. And the next two weeks I'm going to be gone, so we're going to be doing two uh there's actually three writing workshops, two next week and then one the following week, and then we'll be back to doing live. Okay, so it's going to be the next live show where we you can read will be on the uh looks like the second. Okay. The next two weeks will be workshops. So would love to have you uh, come back and read then and share. And be sure to come back for the next two weeks for the workshops because I think you'll really like them. You those you can listen to in the archives at a normal hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll Thank you doing. so much, Thank honey. You very much. Bye. All right. Bye bye. That was so awesome. All, right. All the way from Wales, three something in the morning, just read. He's my new hero. All right, area code 919, you are on the air. Good evening, Nyla. How are you? It is good to hear from you. Uh, same way, my dear. It's good to hear from you as well. I'm actually feeling very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. You're not you're not cooking at the moment, are you? No. 
I'm laying around in bed. <laughs> That's what I like about this 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 uh, open mic. You, you can be home in your undies and still perform. This is true. Very convenient. Very now I don't. But I'm, know I'm not going to do any visualization here, okay? <laughs> No, Nyla, don't, don't, don't. You don't want to be disturbed while you're at, you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right. What did you bring for us tonight, hon? I was in a quandary. I was going to do, so I'm going to do this short piece. It's called Beyond the Grave. The thought of my debt is an insult to me. I am above this. This cannot be my fate. It is beneath me. I would remonstrate the indignity Divinity does not become this. Vigamatis and I should never be acquainted. The rigid fool. I am befuddled. It disturbs me that I should have an end. Mortality, I am above it. The grave cannot contain me. It's a sham, a farce, a temporary thing, and it shall pass. We are more than this. We are more than this. Thank you very much. Thank you. I love that. I love the ending. I love the repetitive last line. Just the whole piece comes together so well. Thank you. Thank you. You were very welcome, dear. All right. Do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can find you. Yes, you can find me on... Actually, you can find me on iTunes, Spotify... All the other social medias and streaming and downloading forums. You can find me there at Granville, John Hedrington. You can find me at Facebook, Granville, John Hedrington, and also on Instagram of the same name. And download my work. All right, Granville. Great job tonight. Appreciate it, hon. Thank you, my dear. Appreciate you, too. All right. We'll talk to you soon, sweetie. Okay, my dear. With your love. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 256. 256, you are almost on the air. There you go. 256, are you with me? Hello, Marla. Hey. <laughs> This is Stan out of Alabama. Of course it is. 
I'm supposed to say Stan Mama's man. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> it's in my contract now. <laughs> it pretty much is, yes, yes. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing all right. I am. Just got finished celebrating uh, my muse's birthday. Aw. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, a wonderful time. A little bit of a party Where did you her. guys go? What would you do? Actually, you know what we did? We went out to a nice dinner at one of our favorite Chinese restaurants. And then we spent the next, her birthday, her actual birthday, was spent on the river having a picnic by a beautiful creek, which is what she wanted to do. So we did what Aww. she wanted to do. Yes. You're such a good man. I have my moments. So your homework writing prompt thingy for this week, or actually the next two weeks, is to write something with the title, There Beside That Creek. There Beside That Creek. Yep. Okay. <laughs> It's getting where I can't even talk to you anymore, Nyla. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. Hashtag not I know, sorry. <laughs> I know. It's almost like an involuntary reaction. You can't help it. I really can't. I have no filter. <laughs> That's okay. i got to tell you, tonight's show, wow. It's been pretty awesome, hasn't it? I mean, well, some of the more familiar voices I've heard you know, which includes like James Rockline and that. To hear Philip Matthew Roberts. Yeah. Oh, that was sweet. That gentleman from Wales. That yeah, was three fifteen in the morning, surprise. and he stayed awake to listen. Isn't that crazy? I know. That is so I impressive. Know. I know. Yeah, it's. And he was he was amazing, really good this too. Been an amazing show. This has really been an amazing show. It really has. Yeah. Everybody has really stepped forward. Well, I am glad you're here. I am glad to be here. Yeah. And I did. What are you going to treat us with? Well, I took your prompt, uh, years of sobriety, and went on a little rant. And this is called What For? All these years of sobriety, no drink, no smoke, just on air. Clear eyes and mind. Shit, what for? So I can see the insanity out there? We were once on the road to common sense. Equality seemed an attainable ideal. Now religious persecution and McCarthyism fears are regression to the art of the deal. What happened to our love of freedom of speech, of press, and God-given free will. Political correctness and allegations of false news brought true dialogue to a standstill. The blame game, that shit is so lame. We no longer know who to trust. Blame religion, society, or government fools. Still comes down to us fucking us. Still some souls fight the fight for truth to find light. But media coercion keeps minds in the dark. Playing the us-against-them game, no chance of accord. 
so how can the healing ever start? We measure our heroes by their bank account zeros, integrity and honor, losing ground. Some look down on the poor and their struggles and state they choose to hold themselves down. What happened to treat others as you would want to be and not judging others in free will are birthright? The Constitution, trod over by popular politics, reduced to privileges, not inalienable rights. Oh, I've seen with sober eyes our decline as free souls, allowing hatred and our fears to hold sway. Can we speak up, speak out, and stand for each other? Or just act stoned and watch it all fade away? In peace. <laughs> that was the most brilliant last line I've ever heard. <laughs> like I said, I went on a rant. <laughs> Good job, my dear. <laughs> that was great to hear. So, since you did your homework, that means you get to read two, right? Oh, yes. And now, the news. Why Vladimir Putin is not looking to leap into a serious relationship. On this inquiry being made, a statement was given by Putin's staff. Due to affairs of state and current political issues needing attention, he has no time at present to pursue romantic interests. Besides, who could possibly love him as much as he does? Also in the news... Doctors pull crab out of patient's ear. A man susceptible to suggestions believed when told he could hear the ocean if he held a shell to his ear, neglected to see if the shell was uninhabited. A hermit crab saw his ear canal as an upgrade and moved in. The crab was removed without incident by his doctor, who later stated, this was not as risky a procedure as when he followed the suggestion of an irate motorist who suggested where he could put his telephone, his cell phone, while driving. Back to you, Nyla. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you make phone calls. I am never going to hold a shell to my ear again. <laughs> <laughs> Or possibly talk on your cell phone while driving, huh? Exactly. <laughs> oh, honey, that you that was see, this is such a high for me. I throw out these little writing prompts and these exercises and and you know, that would not have existed had we not shared a moment of blowing a seed. You know? And look where it landed <laughs> yeah. and look at what it grew into. And that is just, for me, that is awesome. That is why, you guys, we we really need to reach out to each other. And I mean, just what if every day you made a writing prompt up and got on your friends list and emailed those 10 people? It would take okay. you less than a minute to copy and paste into 10 random people on your list and say, here's your poetry prompt for the day. Yeah. You know, and if it grew into something awesome, if it didn't, awesome, but... You know, just to inspire each other, to watch, you know, to plant a seed and watch what it grows into, that was absolutely a delight for me, I have to tell you. Yes, 
Yep, that's like this week. When a great joy for me was the poems came in to the garden, which were all prompts that one of the poets of the garden offer prompts every two weeks. And when we have like, usually it comes in about a week before the actual poems are going to be published. So we have a week to work on those poems. And this was the week that the poems came out, and it's always an amazing. It's always <laughs> amazing to see the diversity of how people take, like, two-word prompts or take a painting or a short story or whatever the alternative prompt is and more times than not end up combining all three of them together into something. It's amazing. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoy I enjoy doing prompts. I do. It gives me something to to think about, and I always kind of look for the alternative <laughs> observation, if that it were, the one that is somewhat askew. <laughs> well, you did awesome, love. Do okay. me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come over and check out all your other awesomeness. Well, I am a member of the Garden of Poetry and Prose. Uh, I can be found on Friends of Words, Wisdom, Wonder, and Wit. Uh, I'm also on Philip Kent Church's Outlaw Poetry Group. Uh, You can hear me on World Poetry Open Mic, on Nilo's Speakeasy Cafe, and on Epiphany Radio's show's Inspiration Factory, and poetry in the raw. You're just everywhere. You're like a visa card. <laughs> yeah, with a much lower interest rate. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're very interesting. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. We, we will talk to you soon. Great job tonight, hon. My pleasure, and thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 307. 307, you are on the air. Hi, Nyla. Hey, sweetheart, how are you doing? I'm doing groovy. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing awesome as well. Groovy. I want to be groovy. I want to be groovy. I'm I'm grumpy. Does that count? Grumpy and groovy? Sure. That's a groove. (laughs) It's a grumpy groove. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not really grumpy. I'm just Twitter pated, frazzled, mm. running in running in too many different directions right now. I'm gonna fall down, and stub my toe. What's been going on with you? Uh, lots of things. Lots of things. Um, not enough time to talk about it, but <laughs> um, a lot of life changes, major life changes, and uh, I'm healing from them every day. I get a little bit stronger from my disorder and um I was assaulted and so yeah I'm coming back from all of that and uh I I admittedly haven't written any poetry per se but I've been pursuing music pretty hardcore so just music and art but like today I'm going to read uh, a poem that I had written when I was about 24 years old mm-hmm. and uh yeah and that I just thought that would be cool to resurrect something that I'd written uh, 
oh my gosh, a long time ago. <laughs> so do you remember what was going on that made you write this piece? Uh, you know, at the time, I had discovered something awful about somebody that I loved very much. And I was just trying to still discover myself and figure out who I was. And I applied to an art school. And I was very young. I was still just very young and trying to find myself when I had written this poem. Very cool. Okay, this is called Untainted. Almost lifelike, painted like a doll. Alabastrine body carved from hair and teeth and bone, breaking apart against the gravity of earth. Chipping paint, shattering China with blood on her mouth. Her pearl teeth beige against the prostitute's paint. The possibility of truth could linger if her tongue knew of love instead of the simplicity of lust. How it must taste against her plush rag tongue. Fine wine, blood for the bloodless, food for the starving, believer of all things rotting. That purity held within the folds of those glittering lips must taste like aspirin melting and slipping down the back of her throat. Her inexperience clings to the tips of her trembling fingers, her still girlish, uncomfortable giggle, her sighs. Die, doll, in my hands. Let me see the untainted child therein, beyond the silver glass, behind the porcelain mask. Hold up that cracking shell to the candle flame of death. Expose the trickery of shadows. Reveal that beating chicken side, pecking, desperate, forcing, fighting against this quick-boiled shell. Die, doll. Let me see the sun-kissed girl inside, longing to run barefoot and strapless. The one who believes in starlit romances with grass and trees. The girl who would run away with the first person who understood her. That girl whose blown glass dreams shine in her joyful summertime eyes. I understand you. I want to crush you, powder your flesh beneath my steady thumbs, and inhale your distaste, your withdrawal from the world. Suck me in, doll. Show me that you are untainted. Prove to me that you are untainted so that I may inject my poison there. And peace. Wow, talk about a personal conflict. That was phenomenal. I love the line. Oh, God, what was it? Um, the girl who would run away with the first person who understood you. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably butchered that, but that you know what line I'm talking about. That whole I, I piece, the, the entire piece was filled with, I always, and, and this is a perfect example. Okay, I wish you'd record that and send me the link so I could put this on the show's library um, because this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about, how you can use concrete images to create emotion. You know, most people, when they try to, to um, convey an emotion in a poem, they go to trying to describe feelings and stuff. But instead, you use concrete images that put such a hard visual in our brain 
that that emotional response to that hard visual is more powerful than anything could be written about the feeling itself. And they're very surprising concrete images. They're not... um, they're not predictable from one line to the next. You know, someone who will start writing about a garden and, uh, you know, or, you know, sex like a fruit salad, you know, and, and, and juicy mangoes and all that crap. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's right. pretty easy to predict what they're going to say next. Yours are not. And that's just an incredible example of what I talk about when, you know, I tell people to really try to strive for for surprising imagery, for things to make people look at something differently. You know, really look inside your head and see what it is you're seeing and what you're trying to say and why is it that important to you. And and don't pick your pen up off the paper. Just keep writing over and over and over again what you're seeing in your head and, and don't lift your pen until you're done. Right. And somewhere in that mess you just wrote will be that perfect line, that perfect image. So great, great piece, honey. Thank you. Uh, 24-year-old me thanks you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I had any skill or uh, talent, so to speak, and um, at that time I was still <clears throat> head over heels for Emily Dickinson, So, um, and um, I can't remember her name, but there was an author, and she was also very visual, and she used color a lot to describe things and that just that all made mm-hmm. sense and it was like you said this hard hitting concrete imagery and I said I want to write like that and this is what came out of my 24 year old brain to explain what I was going through explain how I saw myself what was expected of me as a woman um, all of those things Mhm. So I always tell people get messy with your muses do free writing. You know, when you write a poem, don't sit there and take the time to think out every single line. Just put your pen on paper and start writing line after line after line, yep. image after image after image. And a- as they come to you, as they flow, as they, you know, because if you let go of the reins and just follow where that thought's taking you, that's when you're going to find that perfect line. That's where you're going to find yeah. that perfect imagery, you know. And people always say, well, I just write, but I never edit. Editing is your friend, folks. Yeah. Okay? You know, I, I took a 23-page poem that I wrote this way one time and condensed it down to a 12-line poem. Yes. You know, but it's it's the perfect poem. Not that I'm saying that I write perfect poetry, but it was a perfect poem for the message I was trying to convey. So, oh, right. And I have totally taken pieces uh, other pieces that I It's a stream of consciousness That's what you're describing mm-hmm. And I'll write all that And then I'll see another piece And I'm like, whoa, I'm kind of in the same mood The same theme And sometimes I'll work that piece into there And kind of mesh them And see what happens there Like take the idea there Or a phrase that I liked out of that one And put them together Sort of, you know, Frankensteining A piece of poetry <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, and sometimes it works out really to my advantage like this one actually was something like that i had several pieces and i took what i had out of all of those and made this one so and then all the rest of it you know and you have to learn to say you got to let go if you know you might like something but it just doesn't fit it just doesn't convey what you need and whether it's brilliant or not 
even genius, you, you, they clip things to the floor and they're gone. And you've got to just realize that sometimes that's got to happen. you just got to let that part go and, and stay true to the piece. It's kind of like art or carving, a sculpting, any of that. You've got to just let those pieces go in order to create the face or the horse or whatever you're trying to sculpt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right, my darling, tell everyone how they can come love on you. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, and it is uh, facebook.com, Magothic, M-A-G-O-F-F-I-C. And I post all my poetry there, my artwork, sometimes my music. Um, they can also look at Mouthy Mule if they're interested in what I'm doing musically as well. So, And it's the same thing, facebook.com, Mouthy Mule. <laughs> but Magothic is my poetry. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, great job tonight. Appreciate you so much. Thank you for letting me read, Nyla. And everyone else, great job. Oh, and uh, there was that one guy that wrote a poem about missing girls. Yes. I freaking loved that. And he had said something about Amazon, and I tried to get and, and find that, and I, could, I couldn't catch what it was, and nobody backed up. So I was wondering if uh, if you could post that on your page, a link to his book or whatever, because I am really interested. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, In fact, uh, I think he posted everybody. the link on there. Oh, okay. So it should be Fantastic. on my page right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank but you, Nyla. If, if it's not there, I'll send it to you. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful welcome, night love. reading, everybody, and I'm listening and just enjoying every minute. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Good night. Good night. All right. I'm going to give our next three callers. We have 832, 425, and 506. So 832, you are on the air. Good evening. Hey, Amelia, how are you, sweetheart? I am fabulous. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You know, I I am super excited and super stoked. I I put the information on on your page, uh, on the show page. you know, your protege, Ridden in Pain, is going to have a face-off tonight uh, against another poet. And so, of course, I'm rooting for Ridden in Pain. So, Do I know uh, I this believe. other poet? Um, he's kind of new. Um, his, he, uh, his name is, um, well, what is his name? Uh, he He's over there with... Um, uh, the uh, oh, everybody's name Those is people. escaping me. Um, uh, what is um? God, I'm so excited! But uh, his name is King Cadence, and um, he's over there with um, uh, King. Uh, what's his name? My God, it went out in my head. Uh, but anyway, he's second. Yeah, probably no, probably three o'clock in the morning. I'll have it in my <laughs> head. Uh, but anyway, it's King Cadence versus um, uh, Ridden in Pain, and it's going to be on the Wolf Hours, the Indian Den, with Mouthpiece, Pretty Paws. Um, I don't know if you know those people, but anyway. Um, no, is this on the radio, or is that? No, it's a it's a poetry radio show that's right after yours, 
Okay. And it's well, called Wolf Hours. When you're done, why don't you throw the link on my page so people I can did. check it out? Uh, well, I put okay. it on. I put it on the show page, but I will put it on your page. Yeah, put it on my personal page. That's the community bulletin board anyway, so that stuff can go there. Okay, fabulous. So, you know, I, I, I'm I, just so excited. Um, oh, my. I'm still so trying. What did you okay. bring for us tonight, love? Um, it uh, it's called uh, Black Night, uh, K N I G H T, which I thought was interesting since several other poets back, uh, the lady was talking about a guy in shining armor that really wasn't a shining armor person. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm doing Black Night. <clears throat> His voice, soft and tender. His heart, pure as gold, with the strength of a lion. His looks, stunning indeed, making any woman swoon. A military man, like a knight in shining armor. Although he is a black knight, he stands for the good of mankind. A godly man of war, riding through the night to save all in sight. Proud and brave, upholding his sacred vow to protect the innocent. His combat skills unmatched, a marksman and a black belt. His love of country is all he knows. Off the battlefield, he is an officer and a gentleman, a man of honor and of bravery. He is the heartbeat of his country. Musings of Amelia T. Davis and Peace. Beautiful, sweetheart. Thank you. Uh, I, you know, uh, in the storybooks, the Black Knight is always the evil, horrible uh, monster, and I wanted to turn that around and and make the Black Knight, you know, uh, a a wonderful, shining example of of bravery and and love of country. So, well, good uh, job, sweetie. Thank you. So uh, I'll, uh, you put me on on the comfy couch, and I'll go and put everything on your page. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I appreciate it. Okay, love you. Love you, Amelia. Bye-bye, sweetie. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 45, excuse me, 425. 425, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. This case Who do we lady. have here? Case lady. Hey, it's good to hear from you. Hey, nice to hear you. I'm going to do a piece called I Go Insane. Okay. My thoughts of you run like the rain, yet I can't quench the fiery pain that sears into my heart and mind that I will one day wake to find you've gone. So I sit here and go insane at the thought of losing you again, just when we chose to stay together. I try to push these thoughts away and focus on the fact that today you are here and that you'll stay forever, but I have lost you once before. And the pain from that is so much more than I can stand to bear. And I wonder if you care half as much as me, and if possibly... The crack inside our dam could break from the impact of my mistake. 
but it's a chance we chose to take for all the love that we both make. But things will never be the same, and that is why I go insane. In peace. Very beautifully written, very lyrical. Um, just the, the absolute flow of it was was amazing, and and so much emotion in that piece. Just fantastic job, honey. Thank you. You are very welcome. So do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come over and find you. Show you love. Okay, so read your work. You can find me at Case Lady on Facebook, and I have a poetry page, Poetry Case Lady on Facebook, and at WordPress, uh, YouTube, Twitter, just about everywhere. <laughs> awesome. I am so glad you came on and, and read tonight. Now, the next two weeks, we are going to be doing workshops. We've got two workshops scheduled next week and then uh, a full workshop the following week, and they're all amazing. So if you get a chance, come back for the next two weeks and those, check out those workshops. And then the third week, um, we'll be back on the air doing live uh, open mic. Readings. I'm going to be going oh, okay. on vacation. So we're doing workshops for the next two weeks, but we'll be back doing live in three weeks. So I would absolutely love to to have you call back in and share some more. Oh, thank you. Appreciate being here. No, oh, it was fantastic. All right, sweetie, great job. Thanks. You're welcome. We'll talk. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Our next caller, guys comes from area code 506. 506, you're on the air. Good evening. Hello. How are you? It has been a while, Mr. Andrew. Yes, it has been, Ms. Nyla. I almost, almost didn't recognize your voice, sir. See, we're being all polite really? to each other now. It's been that long. <laughs> all my fault. <laughs> Uh, it is good to hear from you. What's going on on, on the on the opposite side of the upper continent from me? Uh, not too much. Just kind of hanging out and enjoying summer. Well, introduce yourself to everyone if yeah. you would. Uh, this is Andrew Scott calling from the east coast of Canada. There, I did it. I did it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so... I have not heard from you in a while, and I think I really, really need a story. Well, I got a story for you. I knew it. Okay. Okay. For a stranger, the rusted sign was a welcome stop for the traveler. Wednesday afternoon, a place was needed for a coffee and a food stop. Evans Cafe was the perfect sign. The scent of the coffee as soon as you crossed the threshold was so strong as the wall, holding this place together. Cup was waiting for me as I sat at the counter full of crumbs. Such a sweet taste. My waitress handed me a paper menu, one page with all their offerings, with a side order of free grease. Reading and deciding on the prize brought a grin as I overheard the conversation between the two ladies working about how their husbands have not done the summer yard work yet. Only one of them was going to hear about it that night. My coffee got replaced with a cold drink and a meal from the kitchen that I would not want to look in. The buzzing conversations 
were with me with every bite I took, and I gave an internal chuckle. The stranger did not want people to know that I was hearing their chatter. The farms were producing, but the wood mills were running slow. That's what I heard through the voices. My thoughts were as they should be, working on the rough roads into here. As I paid the bill and said my thanks, the two ladies said their goodbyes. Like I was leaving family, a beautiful, homey time spent on a Wednesday at a cafe. End poem. Okay, that was really creepy. Why? Because. Was it supposed to be creepy? Kind of yes, but kind of no. Like how come only one Actually, of them is no. making it home? More no than yes. Why? Why was only one of them making it home? <laughs> no, why was only one talking to their husband that night? I don't know. There's just so many questions. I know. Oh. If you're going to do this to me, then don't call in anymore. <laughs> really? Really? My brain's like, no, no, don't you dare listen to me. <laughs> then before. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't worried about you starting now. <laughs> that that one was that one just gave me the the, the I mean it was awesome. You you were like the master storyteller, but that one just kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like there was something going on that. So explain this one. Tell me where it came from. I have to know. Uh, I wrote down the title uh, a couple of months back, Wednesday at a cafe. Don't know why. So yesterday I was sitting on a porch in a, a little a little town up north of the province that I'm in, and a couple of doors down was uh, one of those like small little cafes. Um, I think it was called Coffee Cafe or something like that. And I was like, what would you do if you were just passing through a town like this? Because I'm a firm believer of the best coffee or whatnot or in little places like that. Mm-hmm. So I sat there on this deck looking at the sign, and I wrote that out. And I wrote still it doesn't tell me why only one made it home. Hey, there's just certain things you can't answer. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but the ironic part was I wrote it on a Tuesday. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I really liked it. Now it's, it's gonna like I'm gonna it's, it's gonna be like one of those Alfred Hitchcock things. Was that the cameo? Was that the cameo? Mm. Well, it's, it's just gonna be one of those things that sit there and eats at you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just All right. there and wrote it. Well, fantastic job. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll I'll, I'll let you know how I fare later. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, please tell everyone how they can come find you because they most definitely uh, should. You can find me on Facebook, Sandra Scott. Um, you can find me or you can find some of my writings on andrewmscott.com or you can find a book on amazon.com. Uh, the last one is called Through My Eyes, uh, Journey in Pictures, which is a photography, storytelling, poetry book. Very cool. Yeah. All right, Andy, I am really glad you were able to call in. haven't heard from you for a while. This was a treat. Thank you. You're welcome. You have yourself a good night. I will. <laughs> Bye-bye, sweetie. Uh, 
All right. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 216. 216, you are on the air. 216. Oh, wow. What a great show. Hi, Nyla. Hey, Mama. Uh, How are you doing, sweetheart? Oh, man, I am in ecstasy. I have been enjoying this program. This is the one for the record. I'm telling you, this (laughs) has been Oh, everybody, the new people, all the new people, all the new people. Oh, my God. That was just the Skype caller. Oh, my goodness. We've had like like three, three new callers tonight. Is is that right? Yes, every last one of them were, were just... Poet, <laughs> real poet. Like I, also, Stan. Oh man, Stan gave it up. Philip, everybody. I, I can't even remember because I was driving. I was traveling, trying to hurry up and get home, and I lost twenty dollars. So y'all owe me twenty dollars. Can't even pay for <laughs> my stuff fast God, as soon as I took it off the ATM, I was going to pay for my stuff, and it wasn't in. It wasn't in my hand anymore. <laughs> We, we scared the money right out of her hand, guys. Well, all right, one of you give no, it back. No, I don't know what happened to it. Seriously, it was just gone. It's like three feet from the from the uh, counter to the ATM. Well, you know what I hope? You know what I hope, Mama? I hope that you dropped it and somebody happened on it afterwards and found it, and it's it's that $20 is going to make or break. They didn't no, because they didn't happen on it. They scooped it up. Before I, I scooped it, if, it you know, whoever scooped it, it up, scooped I hope. Before I could even hit the ground. I even gave the owners my number. I said, it's it just from here to here. It was just in my hand. I was just about to hand it to you. What? Well, that, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying is I hope whoever found it just happened upon it and didn't watch you drop it and not say anything. So if you yeah, had to lose did. 20 bucks, I hope it was a they blessing to, to someone else. But if it, it was a crime, then that's bad. It wasn't. It's a crime. It's a crime. Although those little bastards. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I have been enjoying the show so much that I'm not even going to call it a show. I'm going to call it a program like I used to call it. Okay. So <laughs> I've been sitting here writing stuff, and um, i got to hurry up and get over the wolf hour, so I'm going to go ahead and do this real quick. And it's really not even really with a name yet because um, I wrote it today. I think it has a name. I think the name of it is called So Be It. And it's more like a prayer. So let me get over here and grab it real quick. Uh, It's called So Be It. Yeah. And it's more like a prayer. The things that I want um, to be or become or whatever that I pray to be, come or to have things I want to be a part of me. If it already is not, which I hope it is, and if it is, I would want it to be even more so. So the name of this piece is called So Be It. A better understanding, a keener sense of others, a grip on reality yet in touch with the outer limits. To do the least harm, the ability to translate the inner me, the luxury to see past the flesh and feel your passion, to uplift, to have the knowledge we need to be victorious, to affect change for the better, to be effective, 
to have the courage to let go and the strength to hold on, to have more faith in God than I do in an elevator, to have wider vision, the willingness to do what needs doing, and the words to say what needs saying to display a fearless faith. Let my ears discern and my mouth be an instrument of healing in these times. This be my prayer. So be it. So be it that I would have the ability to let someone know how it feels to live in a world of hate. To let someone understand that hate is a contagious virus. And this virus was at bay for someone with lying lips who spewed his disease all over the world, spoke with a mouth shaped like an anus and spit lies and curses through this nasty orifice near the middle of his face, his infected face. He who worships chaos destroys democracy. He is not Satan, but he is Satan's pregnant concubine who buys for Satan's approval, waiting to be number one. So let me be fulfilled in my prayers, asking God to give me a better understanding, a keener sense of things. Let me be the one to bring people back to sanity. Thank you. you know, it's it's crazy when we see things very plainly, you know, and and we watch people react to them. We watch the society react to them. You know, we watch. You know, it doesn't matter the scenario. But you know. It, when when you reach that point, it's like, okay, I, I I can't just sit here and not say anything anymore. This I, I thought it was fantastic, Mama. Thank you. Let me go and see what and uh, King Cain is about to do. See what they about about to do, so they gonna be about it, about it, and about. So it's about time I get over there and watch them in this bout of verbal bashing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to come. I'll be over there and check it out as soon as the show's over. Okay, baby. Bye-bye. All right. Great job, Mama. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 714. 714, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. This is Jacqueline. How are you? Hey, Jacqueline. Good it's really good to hear from you. I'm doing great. Thank you. You're welcome. Great show tonight. Thank you. I've been having a blast. I'm going to miss you guys like so it. much the next two weeks. I can't even stand it. Well, you have a great replacement. I mean, some education. <laughs> I need that. Literally, you guys have no idea. It's going to be such a treat. And you will be missed. I want you to know. So you'll be in our thoughts. 
But don't come well, find I'm me, you guys. Be... <laughs> I love you and I miss Actually, you, but don't come out in the desert and look for me. I'm hiding. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the forest, the woods. Which is it? The forest, the woods, or the desert? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a, an APB out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of them. I'm going to, I'm driving to Colorado, and then I'm going to be meandering i have like six different alternate routes i can take i'm going to meander my way back through uh the lower part of colorado through utah back up into wyoming and then across idaho and through oregon oh that's a beautiful drive i lived in colorado um for a while and yeah we go to um we took our grandson to um, South Dakota to the uh, Mount Rushmore last year, and uh, you know it was just great. It was our we call it our Griswold road trips. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, jump out, take a picture, let's go, all in five days. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, I'll have two. Weeks. I'm really excited because I love, you know, a lot of people don't like doing things by themselves, but I really do. You know, I, I'm truly like my, my own best friend. I have a lot. I don't have to always be around people. I can go out and have a really good time all by myself, especially doing some of the weird things that I like to do because no one's going to sit there and stare at a cliff face for eight hours straight looking for a dinosaur bone. You know, I don't know anyone else in my life that would sit down and do that with me <laughs> and not complain about it. So, you know, I've got I've got two weeks to just go out there and meander all over the country and and just all by myself and have fun and you know just it's gonna, it's going to be amazing to be totally unplugged and just have that it's been a long time and I'm I'm just I am very excited it's going to I'm just yeah can you t- Oh, I like that. Like that title, unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's yeah. your homework for this week. Or the next two weeks. Unplugged. Next two weeks. Okay. Unplugged. You got it. And I think it's well, really I, important I that all this, of us do that. You know, I agree. I so agree, and I'm so much like that. I I, I prefer my own company most times <laughs> because I know I can't embarrass myself. So. <laughs> you know, so, it's not that yeah. I don't. People will, you know, it, it's not that. I don't like being around people because I love being around people, but there's a lot of people who don't like being alone. It's uncomfortable for them. Oh, and I'm so not one of those me. people. Me either. Me either. But um, you know what What I'm going to read? I posted this. I wrote this from a prompt on your Facebook page, actually, um, and I posted it there, and it's called Trust the Process. I'm just going to get into it because I know there are other people waiting, so I don't mean to cut you off, but I just didn't want to make others wait. Okay. It's called Trust the Process. Are you the keeper of secrets and dreams? Do you possess powers as the great supreme, watchful eyes remain focused on all created beings, the guardian, protector of non-manifested dreams, safely stored in the vortex of time, until the precise moment fate and destiny align. Gifted with wings, take flight, soars into the wind, courageously towards the face of adversity is something akin to to the bamboo reed's agility to bend on sunny days or inclement weather. 
Even birds in the air are provided shelter. Therefore, I will not worry. I shall not fret. Faith believes, assures me, to unveil a life without regret. Leaning in, taking it on the chin, just trusting the process. End poem. Phenomenal. That was absolutely incredible. And, you know, again, that it to sit there and hear you read that piece and know that it was just because a seed was tossed out there and, and this is what it grew into. It's just, I love it. I absolutely love it when you guys share the pieces that, you know, the prompts inspire or bring out or lead you to. It's it's so much fun. Yeah, it was a, a, a black and white, like a pencil sketch of a a, a face or the upper torso of a of a woman the hair is blowing in the wind, watching, looking up into the sky, and birds are flying high over a mountaintop, a peak. And I yeah. thought, oh, my God, that is a beautiful image. It so was kind of like, kind of like a sketch, me. like a pencil sketch, black, background, yeah. white. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that was it, so... That's it. That's all, y'all. I can be found <laughs> on <laughs> Blog Talk Radio's um, The Speakeasy Cafe with Nyla Elise, Epiphany Radio um, Inspiration Factory with Van Meadows, and Poetry in the Raw, Epiphany Poetry in the Raw with Sylvia Blaylock and Late Night Poets. Of course, I have a Facebook page, and uh, that's Gratitude for You, as well as a YouTube channel, Gratitude for You. Very cool. You're very welcome. You know what's really funny? I talk about these prompts. I'm going to keep you on here for a second longer. I'm a professional. Trust me. I can. I I know. I know what I'm doing here. I think. (laughs) I know. But that that (laughs) picture that you're talking about um, is, is I absolutely love that picture, and. If you look at it, there's a the stars. It's the swirly the stars and the moon up there. But there's a, a shape of a bird in the stars. And yes. so what we looked, you and I looked at the exact same picture. And that's what that prompted you to write. And I'm going to read you real quick what I wrote because it's a haiku, so it's real short. Okay. okay. But the same picture that prompted that out of you brought this one for me. And like I said, it's a haiku, and it's tiny sparrow wings. Soar in breathless hopefulness, talons grasping stars. So that's the piece that I wrote to that exact same picture. Isn't that weird? Is how something can just it, it can prompt two completely different things. You know, the same seed, the exact same thing, but because you know different people see it. That's why the you know. It's it's so much fun watching what gets created from these things because they are always different. You know, each person's going to to see something the other person doesn't. It's so cool. So thank you, thank you for sharing that, baby. Yeah, yeah. I hear freedom in your in your haiku. You know, just free, free flying, just just soaring as high as the stars, grabbing <laughs> them all, well, thank them you. out of the sky. <laughs> Well, All right, sweetheart. Beautiful. Tell everyone your Facebook page once again. It is gratitude number four, letter U. Perfect. All gratitude right, sweetie. Thank you. you. Make sure You're you welcome. check out the uh, the 
the uh, workshops the next two weeks, okay? Oh, definitely, definitely. All right. Oh. All right, Jacqueline. Bye-bye, hon. Good night. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give our next three callers. We have area code 585, two for actually two next two callers. 337, you are not in the lineup. 337, if you want to come on the air, please press 1. Otherwise, if you're just listening and hanging out, welcome. Glad you're here. Enjoy the show. But 337, if you'd like to come on and talk to me, press 1, and that will let me bring you on the show. All right, 558, you are on the air. Five, five, no, 585. Five. Five. I'm so dyslexic with numbers. 585. Five. Okay. Maybe so. Maybe you don't want me to come on this week. This is Doug Curry. How you doing? <laughs> I always want you to come on. Send me around the corner, up the block, 558. Five, I wonder where that is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm, you know, I'm following you know, Mama and Jacqueline and all the heavy hitters, you know. Um, so I didn't. I, I wanted to come on. I didn't know what to, to bring, so I looked old. You know, I looked back in uh, Writers Cafe, which is a page I used to do use uh, to, to write and read and critique and be critique. And I found a poem from 2012 called uh, "So Simple." Um, this could be so simple. I almost forgot as I try to figure the wherefore and the how of a thing that just is. Whereupon, instead of sorting out the conundrum, I'd be wiser than losing the trail and just finding the mark. For a thing that just is, sets apart from explanation, may be beyond understanding and yet stands glaringly certain. Eyes meet and flicker. Light. Eyes meet and flicker. Like the passion wrought flames and our kiss, and we just know, mystical but doubtless, love is. Very, very, very good job on that piece. Thank so, you. tell me what tell me what you were doing when that one came on. When what made me think of that? Mm-hmm. Or what? Or what was going on in my life? I, you know. 2012, it could have been anything going on in my life, but I know that... In, <laughs> Do you remember what prompted poem, it, what was going on that made you say, oh, I'm going to write this? Yeah, yeah, I had written a poem called Simple, which admonished everybody that, you know, let's not be too cute, let's keep it straight and keep mm-hmm. it simple. And so um, I, I was feeling my way through the gamut of poetry and poets and, and things that you could read and things that you could find. And uh, and I was coming away with this impression that less was really more. So that even a thing as, as complex love could be brought down to being simple if you just leave it alone. You know, mystical but doubtless love is and leave it mm-hmm. there. Forget about sorting out the conundrum and the whereupons and the what wherefores and all of those words that I intentionally threw in there because they're kind of big-headed words. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I love that description. You know what really, what really struck me by you saying that and all that. But I have always believed that the magic of anything is its simplicity. 
Yeah. You know, it's it's the I, simple, I, the purity of it, the simple down to the, you know, the brass tack simplicity of something that that make that's it's magic that it can be something so simple and so amazing, and don't complicate it. That's that's basically my approach, and it's my approach even after the fact. Um, as as we're speaking, there's a person listening to this that um, we were doing a little poetry exercise, and I told the person, okay, so now what you just wrote, just go in there and lose five words, please. Just go lose five words. And, you know, so it's, it's the process of, of getting closer to what you mean and further away from the explanation of what you mean. Say mm-hmm. it. You know, say it, show it as, as succinctly and as purely as possible. Don't worry about being too heavy for the person who's reading it unless you give it a lot of wordiness to explain it or unless you give it a lot. You know, it's, it's like you read as long as you're not pretentious with it. it. Yeah, I mean, but, but, but and, and the, the fewer words you use, it's, it's harder to be pretentious. Sometimes mm-hmm. the words that we use in poetry and in writing in general are like, you know, mayonnaise on a sandwich. The mayonnaise is not necessarily there because it makes it taste better. It just helps it go down. It's lubricant. <laughs> it glues things together. <laughs> yeah, it holds them together. It gives them a color, but it helps it go down. It's, it, it, it's lubricant. And mm-hmm. so many of the words, uh, you know, uh, an elbow to the side, like, get it, get it. You know what I mean? No, no. Just let it be, and so that was that was the approach, and it was the right to me. It was the right approach to talk about um, a powerful experience between people. You know, I don't you know? Mm-hmm. There's a blues on the guy. Please don't talk me to death because I ain't ready to die. If you keep on talking, I know you're going to tell me a lie. And that's wow. that's kind of an approach that I take to some of this stuff. Well, you do a fantastic job, sweetheart. Well, thank you. I call in for you to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> Such a charmer. I All right, my darling. Do me. <laughs> <laughs> tell everyone how to find you. Yes, yes, I am Doug Curry, and I'm found on Facebook as Doug Curry. I'm I'm not all over uh, social media, but I'm on Facebook, and that's just easy and universal. So I'm on this as Doug Curry. You can find me under the name of my radio program, Blacks and Blues. Um, Blacks and Blues airs on the radio at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on Friday night, 9 p.m. at WRUR.org. And it also airs for one hour at 10 o'clock Central Time on Saturday night at WBCB.org. So I'd invite you to tune into that for some music and uh, just find me on Facebook. And I'd love to read your stuff or have you read mine. Also, I can be found, and this is where I do a majority of my writing. I kind of use it as a repository and a good place to, to kind of center around and that's at allpoetry.com, where I can be found as Manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-D, two L's, L-L-D, 99. There you go. There's a mouthful. <laughs> Very cool. 
All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you. Be sure to be here for the next two weeks for the workshops, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks, okay? Yeah. i got to learn how to do this stuff. You're right. I'll be here. <laughs> All right, sweetie. We'll talk to you soon, hon. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 256. 256, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. Hey, how you doing, hon? Hi, I'm back. I was just wondering, uh, are there people after me that have yet to get on? I think so, yeah. Well, then just put me to the back burner for right now and let's get them I'll on. just keep you on with me. I okay. can do that, too. <laughs> All right. Area, I do want to let area code 337 know you're not in the lineup. 337, again, if you'd like to come on the show, just press 1 if you're just listening. I'm really glad you're here. And uh, thank you. Let's go ahead and bring on 419. 419, are you with me? Hi, Nala. Hi. Hi. Can you can you hear me? I can hear you. Is this Marvin? <laughs> no, Melvin. <laughs> Melvin. Why did I say Marvin? Yeah. You know what? I got a picture of Marvin the Martian on my screen. That's why. That's also my son's That's... name. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? It is so good to I'm hear from you. How you. Thank you. You too. Um, yeah, I got a... Yeah, I told you last week I actually had a book published. I'm going to read one of the poems from it. It's called, uh, it's untitled. It's called A Poem for a Fallen Sister. And I wrote this poem. There was, um, some years ago, there was a group of uh, thugs, gang members going around uh, breaking car windows and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lady came out on a porch and asked them to stop. And they shot her. And wow. So this is a poem. So this is a poem I wrote. Uh, it's called A Poem for a Fallen Sister. This is my venue. This here my menu. Walk with me. Can you? I use this stage to express my rage for the sister slave by punk with the gauge with nothing to do but fuck over his people. And now the church people doesn't have bells anymore. What were they rent for? Our streets are a whore spewing drugs. Thuggers, mothers, pimps, and players. Players of their own kind. Where the fuck is your mind? Flashing red and blue. Think of the KKK as a gang, too. Why don't you just wear white? Because you share the same hood. But now strange food doesn't only grow on trees. It bees in the form of crack and black-on-black crime. Feel my rage. Got our children doing time. Got our hoods doing time. Got our families doing time. Locked down in their homes that are slamming their streets. And if we don't figure out what time it is before it's too late, our fate won't be worth even a dime bag. See, stag, I cry at night. My young brother's slave. My sisters played and turned out. The mothers who shot in pain, shed tears in vain. This shit is going to change until we rearrange our hoods to become villages again. Do we need to go back to a time when it took a whole village to raise a child and respect was a normal thing? I bring my rage to the stage and hope for my brothers and sisters that we can read, rid our streets of these blisters that are bright. See, it's no mystery that our future is our history. Join me in this fight to save our kids. Info. You know, there's there's a whole angle of your poem that I don't even think that you realize is there. And what, what really struck me 
about it. The woman that got shot, how old was she again? Uh, she was middle-aged, I think like in her 40s. So I always think about um, Trevon Martin walking home, bag full mm-hmm. of Skittles, you know, yeah. thing, things go nuts, and here's this poor kid. You know, there were yeah. like 28 calls to 911 about a disturbance. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. and my to me, the thing that I don't think anyone it, it, it's like how come you can't see this? Twenty 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 I think it was twenty eight twenty nine people made nine one one calls, mm-hmm. heard a commotion out there, but not one person opened the door, not one person turned on a porch light, not one person yelled out a window, "Hey, what's going on out there?" Had they done that, right. he would probably still be alive, because the, yeah. there's power. When you think you're alone, you know, if if they knew they were being watched, that situation would never have escalated to that where it was. Okay, and then you turn around, and someone did open their door, and look what happened. Yeah. You know, and so it, it's it like it like makes you realize why people don't do that anymore. You know, but she was at the age. You know, when I was a little kid, you know, I would get up in the morning and I would head out the door and the screen door would slam and I'd be gone. You know, I knew my boundaries. Yeah. I knew that it was the area I had to stay in, but my mom wouldn't never knew where I was, you know, right. because, you know, back back then you could, you know, moms knew that if your kid was doing something wrong, some mom somewhere was going to stick her head out the window and yell at him. That's right. You know, and I think that somewhere the transition from that to where we are now really needs to be examined and looked at. And it just—it was yeah. a great piece, sweetheart. Thank you. Would my lovely co-host like to comment? Yes, I would. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm with Nyla. I lived in a time when kids would go out the door. The parents wouldn't have any idea where they were. You chances are you wouldn't see your children until it was they were hungry or they were tired. One of the two. Yeah. And they were and everybody ran the neighborhood and that was just it. All the adults who lived in the neighborhood would be outside keeping an eye out to make sure you stayed within the boundaries. And you just don't have yep. that in neighborhoods anymore. You just don't have that sense of community in neighborhoods anymore. And, and because of that, now when the mom does pop out, she gets shot. Exactly. And nobody hears anything. No one sees anything. It's a shame. It's crap. It's crap. Be a good neighbor, folks. You know, you okay, don't even go have ahead, to step sweetie. out your door. You can look out a window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Make a commotion. Get a Mr. Bullhorn. Something. You know, an air horn, a foghorn. Do something. Just... You know, something. What kills me is these people who will sit there and see something going on, and instead of intervening, they will uh, just stand there with their cell phone and watch someone get beat to death. You know, put down the damn cell phone. You don't need a viral video. Get over there and help the guy. Oh, what, you might get a knock on the head as well? Well, that's better than, you know, being a hero than being a viral idiot. <laughs> there, I'm done. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I like that. Yes. 
yes. And that, you know, that was kind of like my motivation for writing this because it, it was just insane, you know. Uh, and I, I think people need to really take a look at what's going on, you know. And, you know, maybe if a mom had a stuck her head out the window when those boys were growing up, they wouldn't have grown up to be those boys. Right. Yeah. All right, sweetie, tell everyone how to find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, under Melvin Douglas Johnson. Awesome. I'm so glad you were able to get in, hon, and great read tonight. Obviously, look at the emotion it provoked. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart, and we'll talk to you soon, honey. Okay. We're going to try to make it next week, too. Yeah, definitely do because we've got the next two weeks we have workshops going on, and there there will be a lot of fun. Philip's going to be doing one, uh, Cassandra Tribe and Sage Cohen are all going to be doing workshops the next two weeks for us. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right, we'll talk to you soon, love. All right, thank you. Bye. <laughs> all right, it's your turn. Who's turn? You. Oh, my turn. <laughs> well, okay, we went with a rant, and then we went. We with have a area code Y O U Y O U. Are you're on the air? Oh well, yes, yes I am. <laughs> this is me. Is that E W E? You know. <laughs> Goofball. So, what are you going to read? Well, I decided I'd take a little uh, time out for a little flash. And a little something from the darkness. And this is called Shadow and Scream. Her last same thought. Wait, Shadow's eyes don't glow. Of course, he could not know that, and she may never be able to tell him. His intern sat in a chair, oblivious to all around. Physically, she was unresponsive to any outside stimulus. No apparent medical reason for her present state. Yet her hands were clenched to the point that her nails were embedded in her bombs and her eyes wild, wide open, locked on some image only she sees now. Most disturbing was her face. A pretty young woman with as analytical and logic-driven a mind as he sat before him, drained of color her face so taut it seemed on the verge of tearing. Her jaw distended and locked, mouth agape in a grisly grimace. He and his charges had studied many alleged paranormal cases. They found them to be a combination of hyperactive imaginations and scientifically explainable causes. Never had any of these field studies resulted in such as this. What did she see or imagine she saw that could drive her from logic and sanity to this catatonic state of terror, a force unrelenting and unforgiving, an encounter she now relives while frozen in a moment of screaming silence and peace? Wow. That was awesome. 
believe it or not, that came off of a prompt, which was nothing more than a picture of a shadowy figure crouching with glowing eyes. Devin Terry again, the guy that got me started. And the only thing he gave us to work with was, you walk into a room and find this waiting, what do you do? And when I first saw it, my first response was, my only hope is that I don't qualify as a food group. And then from that, I looked at the picture, and then somewhere along the line, it triggered this little piece of flash, and that's where it came from. I love I love hearing it's like the Paul Harvey. Here's the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely great job, sweetheart. I'm glad you were able to get on again. Do me a favor and remind everybody of your Facebook page. Well, you can find me on Facebook at Stanley Phillips. You can find me at World Poetry Open Mic on Friday nights on Inspiration Factory on Monday nights, on Poetry in the Raw, or Inspiration Factory on Sunday nights, Poetry in the Raw on Monday nights, Nyla's Speakeasy Cafe on Thursday nights. I'm a member of the Garden of Poetry and Prose. I'm in the anthology, which was Philip Kent Church's group, The Outlaw Poets. I'm in their anthology, We're in Cahoots, which is on Amazon. And I'm also in the 2017 anthology of World Poetry Open Mic, which is also available on Amazon. Like you said, I'm pretty much everywhere. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, great job. And make sure you check out the workshops the next two weeks, and we will see you on the third week. And you have a wonderful vacation. I will. I'll be posting pictures and keeping you guys updated on my, my runaway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, sweetheart. My pleasure. All right, everybody. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. Been a really, really fun night. I want to thank you all for being here, listeners, uh, readers, new readers, everybody. Just really, uh, really blessed to be a part of this with you. Remember, next two weeks we are going to be having writers' workshops. So very cool. Um, make sure that you're here to check those out. And then on uh, the third week, we'll be back to doing our regular open mics. Alrighty. So don't forget about me before then. <laughs> I am going to close the show with a track uh, by uh, Jeff Stumpo, and it's called Love After Marriage. And we'll see you guys soon. Good night, everybody. If I ever go blind... My wife will build in the backyard a life-size model of a rhinoceros, detailed down to the pebbled skin and a mechanical swishing tail. She will produce a giraffe, complete with ladder and safety harness. She will include in our private zoo rabbits, Gila monsters, a pool full of rubber sharks and goldfish, all the dangerous and silent animals of the world I could never otherwise enjoy, and one live billy goat, just to f*** off with me. If I ever lose my hearing, she will purchase 300 chinchillas, lay me down in a small dark room and play club music and Shostakovich as they scamper over my body. 
She will pour icy water over my head and back during the bassoons and the nutcracker suite. She will slap my stupid face if I ask for the murder city devils. And as for Gardel's tango, por una cabeza or buena by morphine, for some things there are no words. If I ever lose my sense of direction, it will be absolutely no.